I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Time to play a game, fellas! Okay. All right, hey! It's time for Name That Quarantine. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, Name That Quarantine. This comes out of the idea of could you name a legendary song, a very, very popular song, uh, artist and song title, if you were only given the first line of the song. And I know it sounds very easy. We've done this a million times. It is very difficult. The theme today, we are doing straight up Christmas songs. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know Christmas songs, but I know like five of them. Okay, okay. Now, are you kidding me? I'm going to clean your ass. I know. (laughs) Ew. Ew. (laughs) Who's ever said that before? You meant clean your clock. Do you mean clean your clock or kick your ass? You don't say I'm going to clean your ass to somebody. (laughs) 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 All right, Mocha, get ready. Okay, so as always, it is Maury versus uh, Mocha. Uh, Shem will be here, uh, the the official judge. You will determine who buzzed in first, as well as whether somebody got the uh, answer right or wrong. So, Maury, for everybody listening at home right now, can we hear your buzzer? Okay, Mocha, your buzzer. Okay, here we go. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, Give me number two. Uh, Mocha. That is Last Christmas by uh, Wham. Oh, correct a window. Wow. Just for the record. Uh, Yes, Marty. I would have gotten that. Uh, Okay, good. Well, just for the record. (laughs) No, but I I think. I buzzed first. I know, you did, but I just want people to know I would have gotten I cleaned your ass right there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number 17, please. Uh, Mocha. Uh, That is NSYNC. Um, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Wow. My Is that it? God. Is yes. that it? Yes. Oh. Or is your buzzer work? I wouldn't have gotten that one. You okay? No? Oh, okay. Good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Wow. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. All wow. right. Wow. Okay. Uh, number 22, please. Dashing through the snow. Uh, Mocha. That is Jingle Bells by Boney M. Correct. Oh! <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know that one either? No. Wow! My God. What happened to cleaning my ass, Mark? <laughs> is now a good time to say I'm Jewish? Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, 21, please. When you feel like the only kid in town. Maury. Adam Sandler, the Hanukkah song. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jewish. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Shen, what is the score? Uh, it's currently 3-1 for Mocha. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's try... Uh, number five, please. It's the most beautiful ah. Mocha. Mistletoe, Justin Bieber. Correct, Amundo. Hey. Oh, that was okay, close, I too. did ring in. You did ring in. Did you know what it was, though, Maury? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, how about number 24? Holy infant, so tender and mild. Maury. I know who it's by. Okay. Who's it by? The guy from Star Trek. Uh, Mocha. William Shatner. Silent Night. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Can I get like half a I got you. You would not have got that for me. Wow. I got half. Wow. I got half. Wow. Hey, wow. There's a point five wow. there. Asking. <laughs> okay. Number 16, please. Maury. Sam Smith. Happy Holidays. Incorrect. Mocha for the Steel. Is it Sam Smith? Um... Oh my God! Um, uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Incorrect. It is Sam Smith. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh, that's what it is. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go number twenty-three. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Maury. Beer. Bob and Doug McKenzie. Twelve days of Christmas. Correct. <laughs> Who are Bob and Doug McKenzie? From... <laughs> I'm taking away your passport. <laughs> Who are Bob? Sorry. Who are Bob and Doug McKenzie? From, from SCTV. SCTV. You're a hoser, eh? Uh, number 25, please. It was December 24th uh, on Mocha. That is Run DMC, Christmas in Hollis. Correct. Uh, Shem, what's the score? It is 6-2 to two Oh, Mocha. Maury. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm getting the cheesy one. Okay. <laughs> Can we do one more? Uh, let's do, yeah, let's do one more. Uh, number one, please. Okay. Mocha. It doesn't matter if it was Mocha. I'm the biggest Mariah fan. I shouldn't even have to buzz okay. it. Mocha, just the answer me. is what? Uh, all I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Incorrect. Maury for the Steel. Oh, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Correct. Ha! Ha! Ass half cleaned! Ew. <laughs> <laughs> People who are just tuning in now have no idea what that is in reference to, by the way. Also, it's Christmas. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, we name that quarantine. What was the final score, Shem? Well, Merry Christmas, Mocha. You don't get your ass cleaned. Uh, <laughs> six to three for Mocha. There we go. Hey. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Christmas shopping officially done. In Are you? House. Yeah. Good for you. Good Fully for ready. you. Everything yeah. is done. Yeah, that's a good feeling, huh? Yeah. What do yeah. you do when, so I'm not done because I texted Damn my brothers. It, What's that? Yes, go ahead. Well, I texted my brothers and I said, what do you guys want? And one of them wrote back going, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, I'm like, well, then nothing. Well, they're teenagers, right? Right. So then they yeah. learn their lesson if I get them nothing. No, that's not how that works. Pajamas? No. Why, why, like, what is, what do you mean they learn their lesson? Well, what am I supposed to do? If you, if I write you, I'm like, hey, what do you want for Christmas? No, I get, what are they I like? What are they into? Well, one said, uh, Daniel said Foot Locker gift card. Okay. So do I get both a Foot Locker gift card? Because they're pretty much the same person. Wow, you really love these guys, huh? Well, I don't really know them that well. Yeah. Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. Your no. brothers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't yes, live, I don't I don't live there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that you should, I mean, if somebody's in your life and like a brother... 
Uh, you should be <laughs> you you, the same DNA. <laughs> yeah, that, like, I don't know, man. I think that you should know enough, a little bit enough about somebody to be able to at least cobble something together. Like, yeah, but do, in, do in argumentative fairness, I don't live under the same roof. It doesn't matter. But you still know matter. them. You still talk to them did you regularly, talk, Did you ask right? your dad? Oh, God, you can't do that. Why? If I ask my dad, I get a stern reply. I did that once, and he's like, you should know them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're <laughs> saying the same thing. <laughs> what about your stepmom? Yes, Donna? Oh, I did, and she said the same thing, yeah. going, well, when why every, don't you reach out? When you do something, and every single person gives you the same reaction, and in your head you're like, ugh, everybody's crazy, maybe it's you. Did you ask Matthew? Matthew knows your brother's Matthew's well. yeah. the one that said, get them, if, then get them both Foot Locker gift cards, because they both like the, the champs clothing that kids wear well, today. Champs and Foot Locker are two different things. Well, <laughs> two different places, so... Wow. I don't wow. know. You can't. You can't go. Wow, this guy, yeah. I mean, just nailing it. Just like, nailing it. Come on, nailing man. Everything. You can't walk into the Apple Store and say, "Hey, can I can I get a Best Buy gift card?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, Maury. Just so you know, Maury, I know I'm goofing on you right now. I had no idea. Okay, see, see, see. I had, I had, I had, no, I had no idea. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I found my winter gloves. Where were they? In the back of my car. Oh. In the truck. So I put them on and they're freezing. How long were they missing for? I was. I just found them. They were under... Oh, uh, so you weren't even looking for them? No, I needed them. And I went, oh. I tore the house apart. And I'm like, maybe I'll lift them in the truck. And then I found them. And then you put cold gloves on. And that doesn't help. Worse. Worse. Well, why'd right? you leave them in the truck? I don't know. I just threw them. Threw them. Now, at that point, that's where you just I drive a lot of stuff back with there. one hand on the wheel and the other hand like just slipped underneath your your leg. I know, but then I, f- I feel like I'm trapping that free hand in case of emergencies. You know, like it's not... Uh, it's not that difficult uh, to like pull your hand out. Well, you've never held my leg before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's latched, it's like very difficult. <laughs> the hand knows with its muscle memory, right? It's like, oh, here we go. Uh, what else you find in the truck? I found a serving tray. Okay. Okay, I found... Um, okay. From where? Like I, you I, I don't know. I just I wound up with a serving tray. Okay. I found uh, two Archie comics. <laughs> okay, Roxy just goes. Yeah. In the, it goes in the back. Uh, about three packs of Tic Tacs because every time I do a road trip with Rox, I always stop and I get her Tic Tacs. And but every time, but she never eats the whole pack. And then so what flavor? Original or, or, or you no, get the, the orange ones? The orange ones. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then she puts them in the side pocket of the door, right? Yeah. You know, like the the. You know what I mean, right? Yes. I don't have to explain the side pocket of the door? No. Okay. We all have them? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but then when I, when I drive alone, all I hear are Tic Tacs jangling. Oh, the worst. So then I reach over and I throw them in the back. Yeah. Right? And then this has now happened five or six times. Okay. Where I hear Tic Tacs, Tic Tacs jangling and then I grab them and I throw them so in the back. So Tic Tacs, serving tray, and your gloves and a can of cider and, and a comic cider. books and and comic two ar- two two Archie two Archie comic books okay um a a knife how big is a knife like a steak knife and I don't know how a steak knife got in the back of my truck you're aware that this is all like looking like if anyone just saw only all that stuff how bad that looks yeah and uh, and a pair of my underpants and a pair of Roxy's underpants. <laughs> along with the knife <laughs> along with the knife and 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 so many straps that I could hold down like a bull <laughs> what the 
the like, heck? Like ratchet strips. Dude, it's a crime scene. What do you do it's, on the weekends, man? It's a crime scene. Where are you going? Uh, I don't know. It's just everything goes in there. Everything. You, can, you need to have a no underwear in the back seat. Rule. Everything. Everything just. Everything just goes in there. It's because it's not really a back seat. It's just the the space behind the, dr- the like the driver and the passenger seat. So there's no seats back there. It's just like space, hiding space. Right? It's, it's hot. <laughs> hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So Nigella Lawson started trending again, which is weird because that's now twice in like a week. So she made a huge amount of news last week because of the way. She butters bread. So she reinvented the way you butter bread. When you do uh, one of these celebrity cooking shows, you tune in because you want to like learn something from the pros and get a technique you've never had. And Nigella does a segment on how to butter toast. And it's not that it's like revolutionary, (laughs) but... Knife goes to butter. Yeah. Butter then... Gets slid onto the toast. Yeah, ah, but she has a secret, though, you see. I favor uh, the two-stage buttering approach. Two-stage so buttering. And so far, only stage one has taken place. And that's to say, the minute this came out of the toaster and still lovely and hot, I spread it with butter so that the butter has melted down into it and it'll give it a fabulous, crumpety bite. Mm. Stage two now. Stage two. For it, I need a little more... Okay, okay, now I get it. It will stay in some golden patches on the surface. It's unsalted butter, Mm. which I always prefer to use, but what I need to do is sprinkle some sea salt flakes over. Yo, she just reinvented. So double butter. She just reinvented toast. Thank you. So Nigella started trending again, uh, this time for the way she says the word microwave. Microwave? Microwave. I still need a bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. Why? What? (laughs) Hold on, what? So rewind it. I still need a bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. She doesn't really say it like that. Okay, so... Come on. I knew... No like, way. here's the thing is that I knew what she was saying when she said it. I knew what was going on. I still need a bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. Okay, so... <laughs> microwave. See, because she's British, I thought when you said... She said microwave weird, I thought yes. she was going to say, like, microwave. Right. Or, like, how they say aluminum. Aluminium. Right? Yes, that's yes. the other okay. one. Okay, so no. So what happened was somebody wrote this on Twitter and they said, I love this. We deliberately mispronounce words in our house all the time. So much fun. And then Nigella replied to that and said, we do too exactly that. Microwave, so, microwave, microwave. Yeah, so I get it. Like I knew that she was deliberately doing that when I watched the clip, but a lot of people thought that that is exactly how the woman actually pronounces microwave. I still need... A bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. Okay. okay. So but you don't have that thing. in your house? You don't mispronounce words deliberately in your house? Even though you all know better? I don't think so. See, we, because in my, so when Roxy, Roxy's one of the greatest hamburger eaters I've ever met in my life. And when Roxy was a little kid, she only ever called them Hannaburgers. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so still to this day, I'm like, what do you want for dinner? Do you want like spaghetti, a Hanna burger, or whatever? And then she'll answer Hanna burger. Like that's just the way it is. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there are. On our Netflix, put it this way, okay? Mm. Um, on our Netflix, when Rox was younger, 
she built all of our profiles for us yeah. on Netflix. So she gave us our icons, like our avatars, and she put our names in. Okay. Um, but my name is spelt D-A-D-Y, and Catherine's name is M-U-M-Y. So Aww. whenever we're on Netflix, we're always like, where is it? It's in, is it in Dady or Moomy? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and so we're always Dady and Moomy, yeah. right? And always will be Dady and Moomy. So when she's at home, though, like, does she call you Dady? No, no, no. Oh, no. Just we that. just call each other dude. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but anytime it's on Netflix, it's like, whose profile is it under? Dady's or Moomy's? And we're like, uh, Moomy's. Like, we never, we'll never say, Mommy, your daddy. It's yeah. always Dady and Moomy. I'm trying to think if there are any words. I'm sure there are. They're just not coming to my mind. No, you like, will. <sighs> You like will. I know shallots, we say shallots because I think my mother-in-law said that's it a, once. That's I only I I, start, I didn't call them shallots until I was well into my thirties because I think my, my mother, mother-in-law said it that way. Yes. and then all of, and then at, since then we just called them shallots. Yes, but my mom, oddly enough, called shallots. But what she called shallots weren't actually shallots. What were they? So my mom, you know, spring onions, the long green yeah, ones. Yeah, that's yeah. what my mom called shallots. Oh, but that's a green onion. It's a green onion. Yeah. But that, that in my house growing up, that was a that was a, a shallot, Damn not worry. a shallot or a green onion. Matthew mispronounces the word zamboni all the time. How does he say that? Awning. Awning. Yeah. What do you mean? Anytime we go to a hockey game, he goes, "What time? When does the awning come out to clean the ice?" The, like, he doesn't know the word zamboni. He, he thinks it's an awning. What does he call an awning then? I have no Zamboni. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, what was going on at this MTV thing last night? What was it? Because there was no movies. No, it's Mm-mm. just the, the greatest of all time. They were just doing an award show to oh, award the best. Oh, that's so there are what no it nominees. Was. They already like here's the list and so here it's, they are. it was sort of like the MTV, like the best of. Oh, yeah, MTV. Right. It's like if if you showed up knowing you won. Right, I gotcha. Because they gave away some cool awards last night. Um, the big news was that Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore casually dropped that they're going to do a new movie together. What? Yeah. People love them together. I know. MTV is giving us an award, Drew, for the best duo of all time. That's great. I'm flattered, and that is an amazing honor. Although, I would have gone with Adam and Eve. Uh, Batman and Robin. Peanut butter and jelly. Good. Gin and tonic. I think we're better <laughs> than gin and tonic. Well, almost. Anyway, it was so much fun to make a movie with you in every of the last three decades. Yes, yes. And Drew, it's 2020, so you know what that means. Everything sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But also, it's it's a new decade, so we get to make another movie together. Yes, right. Well, let's wait until we find something amazing. I mean, we do have 10 years. Nine years and one month. You're right. Well, that's not enough time. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It has to be special. We need to create a duo as iconic as Julia and Robbie, Henry and Lucy, and what were our names in Blended again? I forget. Jack and Jill? No, you did that movie without me. And that actress you got to play Jill was horrible. She was nice and she was pretty, so I disagree. <laughs> All right, I'll admit it. I'm into her. So there you go. So, of course, it was Adam Sandler playing both Jack and Jill in that movie. Um, I never watched that because I remember the, tra- the trailer for it. I was like, oh, I'm not into terrible. it. And I so love Adam Sandler. So do you Sandler. think that they filmed something no, already? No, no, or? no, 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 no. 
No, but Adam Sandler has that giant Netflix deal, right? Well, that was going to be my next question. Are we talking yeah. theatrical release Netflix. or probably it's going to be Netflix, right? Yeah, because his movies do so well on Netflix. He's he's yeah. like he's cranked out the most watched movies that Netflix has has. Yeah. He's like, just all, like all home runs. Yeah, Every single one of them. Everything. They're all great. Murder Mystery is still one of my favorite movies oh, that I've dude, seen in the I past couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's so, so good. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And did you see... Um, did, are you a huge fan? Because I know I don't. I know we've talked about this before, but I don't know what your level of fan is when it comes to forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh my god, I love that movie! Are okay, you kidding me? Okay. Yeah. So they gave an award to um, Jason Segel uh-huh. for and uh, um, Kristen Bell for forgetting Sarah Marshall, but only Jason Segel did the award. It was for the breakup. Oh, okay, right? okay. Like, remember the breakup scene? Yeah. When he was nude? Yeah. And then, right at the beginning. <laughs> right at the beginning. <laughs> and then he refused to put clothes on while they sat on the couch. Yeah. So they gave him the award for the most heartbreaking breakup. But um, but Jason Siegel did, like, he accepted the award in character. I'm so happy to be here. It was a great experience. And to get to reunite with Sarah, that's, like, awesome. <laughs> so it's really good to see you. Kristen. It's Kristen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kirsten. Um... It doesn't matter. I'm excited to be here as well. Um, this is such a cool thing to be recognized. I mean, the greatest breakup, that is something to be proud of. Yeah, totally. It's so neat to see you too and just that you would come all this way to, to hang out together. It's really awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, again, because I'm here to accept the award because I feel so grateful to receive it and, you know, that I'm just... I. Love the fans out there, and I'm I'm so grateful to you, Jason, for giving me this opportunity. Oh, and thanks. Well, here to accept the award. Cool. I feel like we're saying the same thing. <laughs> sort of, yeah. And it, I mean, we don't have to fight about it. I'm not. I'm not fighting. No, I'm not fighting either. I'm just. I'm happy to see you too, but you know what? Never mind. It's in the past. Toss. <laughs> see, thank you so much for the award. So, how about to the award? To the accomplishments. Yeah, to what we accomplished together as a team. <laughs> uh, oh God, my God, I so love funny. that. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Damn it, we're coming in here for a sec. Ooh, ooh, girl, you're in trouble. Girl? No, he's not in trouble. Oh. I thought so too, Mocha. Don't worry. No, no, no. <laughs> so did you, Maury, try to... St- to start a new tradition and i'll tell you i'm all for it because this year is so whack that you got to take big chances and start new traditions and do all that stuff so what was your tradition you went to drive through a rich neighborhood right i thought how cool would it be if we all got in the car and we all matthew andy and i oh Oh. we all yeah (laughs) we all got in the car careful with your words these days man come on yeah Okay. So we all got in the car and I'm like, hey, let's go for a bit of a drive because I know uh, when I was a kid, I would drive through like the super rich neighborhood and you'd see decorations, you'd play Christmas music in the car, have some hot chocolate and it'd be super cool. Like drive around rich people's houses? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had the hot chocolate, we had the Christmas music going, we went through the rich area. Yeah. Not one house had any decorations. I was so disappointed. It was such a bust. And I'm in the car going, it's their job as rich people to put up decorations. For so, who? You? So that we could drive around and <laughs> look at them. Like, you have the money. You should have scouted the location beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yo, Matthew must have been pissed. He was, was he like, he, well, yeah, he's yeah. like, you, you got, I got. Was he mad at you or was he mad at the rich people? He was mad at the situation. He's like, I got all dressed up. 
and all dressed up. Yo, be honest. Did he do his hair? Oh no, he was wearing a, like a oh. winter hat and the winter coat and the scarf. Like we all, like it's a. It's Did a he trek. put on cologne? <laughs> you put on cologne? Be no, honest. he only puts on cologne for a to do. Oh. <laughs> oh, this wasn't a to do. This is not a okay, to do. So you're all in the car. Yeah, these and, are and ma- massive homes. Right. Massive. What, na- what neighborhood was this? Drake's, like the bridal path. Drake's neighborhood, right? Yeah. Okay. And so. On a, not one. The only house that had anything was Drake's house had two massive wreaths on the door. On the door or on the gate? On the gate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You don't say that's not yeah, the door. He's not, he's not no. gonna muck up his door. Uh, with no, a no, no, well, no, you no, can't no. even see the door. No, no, no. But he no, had two massive no. wreaths he, on so the door. So out front of Drake's house, because he's got all those tall trees, right? Mm-hmm. Were there any of the trees like decorated? No, wrapped just two in, big in wreaths. So oh, okay. are you mad that like this is what I I'm, I'm curious because are you mad that they didn't decorate the houses or are you mad that they didn't decorate the walls surrounding? their houses no the like the trees the homes like like anything Nothing. so you can walk you can drive around what's well, because take some pictures you're, you're the reason they don't do that then don't own a big house. What are you talking about? Don't own it. They owe you nothing. It's Christmas. That's what we do <laughs> as not Was that the people. only neighborhood you drove through? Did you go anywhere else? No, but I wanted to see how the rich decorate their homes. Right. They There's don't. more than one rich neighborhood around here. <laughs> yeah, though. that's like no. the real rich one, though. No, this is like, this is like, these homes are like the you size what, of a though? mall. Yeah. I know, agree they, with they, a, they a little in, bit. They live in Home Depots. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll agree a little bit with what Dan Moore is saying, because I have noticed there are houses now where you've either gone way overboard with lights yeah. and it looks beautiful, or there are a bunch of houses where they just put literally nothing. Yeah, do I haven't think, seen like. Do you an think people between. should put light? Like, do you like? Oh, I don't care. Do you think you're a bad neighbor if you don't put lights no. up? No, absolutely. absolutely. No. I knew. I knew. Where he did. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Michael, what's up, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. What's going on with you? How will I ever find love again if I can't get over my ex? Oh, God, that's a big question, man. How will I ever find love again if you can't get over your ex? Yeah, you said to us that you guys have broken up for a year now. Uh, You were together for five years, even though you're only 20 years old. Uh, You say that you think about her every day and you feel like you're not going to find someone else because you're still in love with this girl. Hmm. Yeah. Are you still texting her? Uh, No, actually, we when we broke up, it was like really hard for me. And I guess at the time I was bothering her, so like I was blocked on everything. Mm. Oh, so she blocked you? Yeah, on like everything. And I haven't even spoken to her for like a year. Okay, oh, so okay. why why did she, why does she break up with you? I to this day I still don't know the reason. Okay, so that's why you can't I, get over it because you don't have closure. Yeah. Um, closure. Was there anything wrong in the relationship? It was. I was nineteen at the time, and I still didn't have a job, but I was working. And I ended up finding a job at uh, Ford, and I was kind of treated poorly. I was promised positions I didn't get, so I ended up quitting. And I'm starting to think that part of the reason was because I wasn't, like, motivated to find another job at the time because I was just, like, I was scared to get another one because I didn't want the same thing to happen again, which at the time I now seems stupid. Yeah, so there's I think that there's a couple of things going on. I think that, um, one, it was a very young relationship. You guys started seeing each other when you were 15, right? Yeah. Or 14. Yeah. Four, 15. Uh, 15. Um, and those relationships are tough. That's like, we're talking first love kind of territory. Oftentimes they don't go into, you know, young adulthood. They don't last until you're 20 years old, but this one did. And, and, and a lot of them, a lot of others do. Um, but 
It's hard. Getting over your first love is really tough, man. Some people do it when they're, you know, 16 and some people have to do it when they're 20. And I think that you have to, one, you got to go easier on yourself. You got to start looking for reasons why this happened. And I think what's happening with you is you're still riding confusion and optimism as, yeah. as opposed to dealing with the pain. And I think that you have to stop wondering what you did wrong. I think that you have to stop wondering if there's still a chance. And I think you have to sit and just get in your feelings and deal with the actual hurt that you're going through. Yeah. And that's the, that's the only way for it to happen. And you're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to be pissed off. You're allowed to whatever, but um, you know, even calling us, you know, it's been a, it's been a year. I suspect that, you still talk about this with people in your life. I do, yeah. And don't, don't. Stop it. Stop okay. it. Stop it. What are the people that you're talking to about this saying about this or about the way you're feeling? Well, when I, like a, my closest friend, when I tell him like, oh, like, I'm like, really missing her today. And then he'll be like, oh, I really never liked her. She was kind of mean to you. She was rude to you. So I feel like you should get over her pretty quick. Okay. Maybe yeah. that's just them also brushing off the conversation because they are sick and tired of hearing you talk about it so much. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. yeah, you yeah. gotta, I think you gotta, I, I think you need to move past, you, clo- not getting closure is so terrible. And not that everybody deserves closure, but you know, but you, it, it's nice when you get it because oftentimes closure doesn't even fix the thing that you think that it's going to fix. So, yeah. so I don't, I don't even know because closure could turn into this, you know, you could be spending all of this time not wondering, you know, what happened and wondering if it's something you did or something you said. And it's very confusing. And, yeah. you know, you think that closure is going to make things better when closure can sometimes make things worse because if you are expecting you know some rational reason as far as why she broke up with you if you were to have that conversation you could get smacked with this if you say why did you break up with me she could just look at you and say because i didn't love you yeah i definitely don't want to go through that you know what i mean and then you'll start (laughs) spiraling again even worse So I think oh, yeah. I think you got to get out of the what happened. I think you have to maybe put closure aside because that's not looking like it's going to happen. I think you got to stop blaming yourself for figuring out what you did wrong and possibly thinking that you can make it right. And I think you need to sit here and deal with the pain. Okay. The crazy part about this relationship was she lives in the States. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up meeting. Uh, it was still like an app on a game. We started talking for like a year before we even dated. And so this is why I can't even talk to her because she did block me and everything. It's not like I can go to the States and, you know, say like, hey, what did I do kind of thing. So, so that even made it, I guess, harder. How often did you guys see each other? Every chance we got, like, I would drive up there every weekend or she would come down here when she was off of school because she's in college. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you guys did see each other a lot. But, uh, but man, yeah. listen, young love, it's your first love. And these are hard as hell to get over. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. And But you just got to allow yourself to go through the process. Go you, through the sadness, man. Yeah, you got to go through yeah. the sadness, buddy. Mocha just said it. Go through okay. the sadness. Yeah, thank you so much. Would right, it make brother. you feel better if I played like a sad song? Yeah, you want to hear right a real now? sad song? What will make you cry right now, man? Say you won't let go by Sam Smith. Ooh, that's actually uh, James Arthur. Yeah, good one. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks so much, <laughs> man. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Hello? Hello? Coco. Hey, is this Rosa Mocha? Uh-huh. <gasps> Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just getting ready for work. You saw a blocked number and almost didn't want to answer, huh? Yeah, because I get those scams all the time, and I don't answer. I mean, it's, 
unknown or no caller ID. Okay, so here's the uh, message we got from Coco. So I just started listening to your podcast. I must say, you guys always make my entire day at work so easy. I even forget the time sometimes and realize that my shift ended already because I can't stop listening to you guys. I started the podcast from the very beginning, and now I am on episode 55, where Roz was talking about how he got the title of Smooth Cool Dude. I just burst out laughing without a sound because I was at work. I work in an office where everybody is just working on their computer quietly, and it was really tough for me to laugh without a single sound. I laughed so hard. I started bursting into tears. I had to pause the podcast so I can calm myself down. I love you guys so much. Keep doing what you guys do. Wow. <laughs> yes, Coco. So you started at the beginning. You're only That's at 55 right now? Day. Yes. Yeah. You know, we're like 200 plus now in podcast episodes. I know. Oh, my God. I, ha- like, I have to stop, stop listening to you guys on live because I want to start from the very beginning. <laughs> See, this is a problem. When I started at work, I had to like put the podcast on. I can't stop. I can't stop. Like literally, I can't. See, that's a problem, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing, though. So you pretty much spend your entire day with the Raza Mocha Show. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. that, Coco. Wow. Thank you. What do you do for I a living? Thank you guys so much. Um, I work in a lab, in a chem lab, and I work mostly in administration. So okay. I get to work alone and listen to you guys all day. I, I, I find it so interesting every now and then when we find out where people work and sort of where this show exists in environments that I never thought that this show would exist in. Completely. Like, who thought that this show would exist inside a chem lab, you know? Yeah. It's really wild. It's crazy. It's nuts. Well, it sounds like you're trying to rush out the door, but we just wanted to call to say, uh, to say hello, first of all, and more importantly, to say thank you very much for spending your day with our show. Aww. You have no idea how yeah. much it means to to us and how much we appreciate it. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for making my life so easy. Oh, no, Coco, between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite? No. <laughs> I can't answer that. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's too early. No. Come on now. I love Ross. Oh, thank you. I love you too, Coco. Yeah, I love your sexy voice. Oh, here we go. Is there anything specific? It's not like you just closed the door because you don't want somebody else in the house <laughs> to hear you flirt with Ross. <laughs> yeah. What did you just say? You're a smooth school dude. Oh, oh! You know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> with the troll job roast. Oh, God. Here we go. I can never just get a win, huh? Uh, never. No, it's never no, easy for me. Never, never, no. never, never. Love you lots, Coco. Thank you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Everybody's doing their year end lists and Mm -hmm. you're getting some really interesting ones now because there's just so much out there. There's so many interesting areas where you can rank individuals or celebrities or whatever it is. Um, Cameo is an app that hasn't been around that long. Cameo is where celebrities, um, regardless of their status, Damn it, Maury's on Cameo. Uh, you are on Cameo, and then fans can go on Cameo, and you can choose your celebrity, and then they can record like a personal greeting for you or a loved one. They'll do a birthday shout-out for you or anybody you want, happy graduation, whatever it is. And they're these little personal videos that these stars do. And Cameo has come out to say who their number one top earner was in 2020. Oh, Carol Baskin. Incorrect. Uh, so it's not. Uh, um, you will uh, never guess. 
It's not Carol Baskin? You will you know him very well, but you will oh, never guess. And this person is set to make $1 million off Cameo in 2020. Oh, Justin Bieber. Incorrect. Tom Bergeron. Nope. Shawn Mendes. Brian Baumgartner. Kevin from accounting? Kevin from accounting in the office. I love the Michael figured that out. <laughs> no way. Yes. He's the top earner on he, Cameo? The, the, the app's CEO and co-founder, uh, Stephen Galanis, said that Ke- Brian Baumgartner, Kevin, AKA Kevin, Kevin Malone, Kevin Malone from the office, dropping the chili all is, over the place, is set to make a million dollars this year. He goes on to say that what people love is his persona, saying he really takes a lot of pride in his craftsman, craftsmanship of the videos. <laughs> and I do think that the quality of the cameo is something that is really important to people. And he's just somebody that really takes it seriously and does a great job. So wow. he is set to top a million dollars just from cameo. Good for you, Kevin. Right? I'm at the bottom of that list. You're at the, Maury's at the bottom of that list. How much did you make off Cameo this year, Maury? Um, not much because the problem is, is that That's every time... That's not what I asked. I didn't ask what the problem oh, was. I made $40. There we go. Well, no, because my Cameos, <laughs> they keep there expiring. I have to do them for free. Oh. Oh, that's right. Because people request Maury and then he never does them. That's lousy. The people don't want that. No, I mean, in, in fairness, then they don't have to pay and they get a free video. So, but I keep forgetting. Well, in fairness, so you could just... Do what you're being paid hold, to do. Hold on a second here. If somebody if somebody requests a cameo from you and they pay for a cameo, and it expires, and if you don't deliver it in time, they no longer have to pay, but you have to do that cameo. Yes. How do they force you to do that cameo? They shut your account down. Oh wow! And how many free ones have you had to do? More than I've gotten paid for. Like I've done. <laughs> how, okay, put it this way: How much money do you think you're out from doing free cameos? Oh, like eighty bucks. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Way to embrace the technology more. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Who's this? Uh, This is Rebecca. What's up, Rebecca? Uh, Nothing. I'm just getting ready for work. Mm -hmm. And I've been binge listening to your podcast. I'm trying to catch up because I'm like super behind. Oh. But that's a whole whole other problem. But (laughs) I heard on one of the episodes that you introduced us to the um, Little John and the Kool-Aid Man Christmas song. That song has changed my life. Oh, yeah? I've, yeah, I've made, like, 10 of my friends listen to it, and I'm like, I get all hype, and I'm like, crumping, and they're like, what is wrong with you? And I'm just like, you have no idea. I can just imagine myself having shots on Christmas Day and drinking, oh, and like, my yeah. family just looking at me like... Did you just say, is, did you just say crumping? Yeah, crunking. 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 Yeah. Remember crunking? No, crump, crumping was crumping. the dance. Crumping was the dance, yeah, right? No, 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 no. We used to get crunk and crump. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. God, I haven't said those in a long time. When was the last time? When was the last time you got crunk, Roz? Me? Yeah. What's crunk again? <laughs> like like super drunk. Oh, oh, yeah. a long time ago. I, I get a little bit drunk quite frequently, but super drunk? No, no, no. Years. Yeah, it's been it's been since before the pandemic for sure. What uh, what grade do you teach? I'm kindergarten. Oh, kindergarten. Have, have you ever played that that song for uh, for the students? Honestly, it hasn't come up on the playlist yet. I've made a playlist because I play Christmas music in my classroom, and we have like a Christmas tree and like a fireplace on like the um, on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> do you? That's awesome. Yeah, we project it for <laughs> the kids, and they love it. And like, so, but like, if they're cold, they come from outside. Like, they'll put their hands in front of the fireplace. And no. so oh my god, kids are so cute. Could hilarious. you imagine? Could you imagine? What would be going through their little minds if on the speakers in your classroom, Rebecca, you played them this? <laughs> it's the 
the year again. Kool-Aid man, you ready for Christmas? Oh yeah. Yeah. All I really want, really want for Christmas. All I really want, really want for Christmas. All I really want, really want for Christmas. Everything on my list, baby. Hey. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. They, I think they probably, I'd get, I'd get hyped and I'd start dancing and my teaching partner would too. And I think at first they'd look at me and be like, is something wrong with my teacher? And, was, and then I'd be like, and I would tell them to get into it and then they start getting into it. But I'd still be hesitant like, I'm doing this, but should I really be doing this? Am I doing the right thing? So Rebecca, so this is on your playlist during the holidays. It's also on my playlist during the holidays. Roz, I assume it's not on yours. Well, don't assume. What? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> love you lots, Rebecca. Thanks for listening. We love. I love you too, guys. You're All amazing. Right. Only uh, one I listen to. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, question for you. Go. Let me just find it first. Give me a second. Um, would you say that you are ordering more or less food? As far as takeout, not groceries and stuff like that, but as far as takeout goes. Less. Less, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It took took us a little while to start ordering again. Yeah. But I would still say even now, it's still less. Interestingly, though, I'm eating more, but I'm ordering less. (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense. I think think part of the reason why is because we're buying more groceries. But are you not adding in more meals? Like I now have two lunches. Oh, uh, <laughs> I no. found another lunch. I think we're buying more groceries and and making more food at home to eat at home yeah. as opposed to, to okay. Ordering so out. let me let me run you this. Uh, DoorDash released their. Wait, are you are you ordering more? I, I, I was at the beginning and yeah. and, and the, at the very beginning because going to the grocery store was a nightmare right? yeah. for those first couple months, if you remember, or the first month or so. So I was ordering a lot. And now I now I rarely do. Now I rarely, mm-hmm. rarely, rarely order. We still do. Like, I just the, have so much more time to cook now. Yeah, we still do the curbside pickup. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think I'm a little bit more on the extreme side of, of paranoia when it comes to COVID. Yeah. I still don't step foot in a grocery store. No, I uh-huh. do curbside pickup or there's a, a service where they um, we just they just deliver it to the house. Yeah. No. I uh, I like going to the grocery store. I go every single day. Really? Do you play every it like day. a game? Like do you pretend you're on supermarket sweep? No. No, I no. go to the grocery store every day. He treats day. it like real life. He yeah. goes to the grocery yeah. store. Yeah, I just go to the grocery store. I say hi to. I say hi to everybody. I yeah. walk in. It's like, hey, how are you? How are you? I love it. It's part of my daily routine. Yeah, I'm in and out in ten minutes. I use one of the tiny little carts. I buy what I need for the day. Yeah, and then and then I'm out of there. the The place is empty when I by the time I you know for the time of day that I get hmm, there. And yeah, so you don't plan out meals, eh? No, I go oh. every day. I, I call Catherine. I call yeah. Catherine. I sit in the parking lot. I call mm-hmm. Catherine. I say, what do you need me to get? Yeah, she said I need water, yogurt, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then she's like, what are you going to make for dinner? And I always say the same thing. I don't know. I'm just going to go in and get inspired. <laughs> water, yeah. and, water and yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. Like Perrier and yogurt because uh-huh. we blow through Perrier so fast. So anyway, DoorDash yes. uh, was rele- has released their list of the most ordered items, the most ordered foods of 2020 during the pandemic. Mm. Can we guess? Poutine. Uh, poutine is on there. Number no three. Way. Oh, wow. Number three. Chicken wings? Um, fried chicken sandwiches there. No, no. Oh, wow. Uh, miso soup. Yeah. At number 10. Chips and guac at number Ooh, nine. Good one. Yeah. Donuts at number eight. Yeah. Right. We did okay. a Krispy Kreme order the other day. But do no, they still did. show up yeah. hot? Yeah. The Krispy Kremes are perfect when they show up. They're perfect. Oh. Uh, burgers at number seven. Yeah. Um, chicken biryani at number six. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Uh, and then fried chicken sandwich at number five. 
Non bread at number four. Poutine at number three, Maury. Burrito is number two. So number one, is it pizza? No, it's not it's pizza. Not pe- okay, hold on. Wait, wait. Chicken fingers. Not chicken fingers. But you named all the staples already. There's something there. Think about where we are and what we need, okay? We want comfort. Oh. We want... Shepherd's pie. No. Is it a soup? I don't know a lot of restaurants that make a shepherd's pie, yeah. to be honest with you. Is it you. a soup? It's not really a soup. It's sort of a soup, but not really a Chili. soup. It's oh, in that it, world. Is it pho? It's not pho. It's butter chicken. Oh. Wait, but... Okay, interesting. Yeah. Butter chicken's number one, but non bread is number... Four? Number four, yeah. Because those two go together. Maybe some people use the leftover hot dog buns in the cupboard like we do when we, don't, when we, don't, when we forget to order non when we forget to order non bread. I'm like toast up a hot dog bun. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So you remember last week when George Clooney was talking about using the Flowbee mm-hmm. to cut his own hair, and he's been using it for years, and it's not just because of the pandemic. And I'm still not 100% convinced that he wasn't goofing that first time he said it either. And then he went on, I think it was on Kimmel, yeah. and he was demonstrating how he uses the Flowbee to cut his own hair. Yeah. So apparently, things are so wild over there at the company. At, at Flowbee. Flo-Bee. <laughs> yes. Dude, check this out. They sold out. So they've been selling product like crazy already yeah. because of the pandemic. But ever since George Clooney said that he's like an exclusive user of the Flowbee, they went, sales of the Flowbee went up so much that they actually sold out. And if you try to order one, there's like a two to four week wait. Or two to three know. week wait now. But how do we know that they didn't just have eight of them? I think they had more than <laughs> you know, eight. But you know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like how many flobies are they cranking out a year? Apparently a lot. Yeah, I'm. St- I rewatched that interview where he originally talked about using the floby. Yeah, and I'm not a hundred percent convinced that he wasn't goofing from the start, and then took the joke too far and used the flow. Had to commit to it. Yeah, had to because com- it made news. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. And had to and had to commit to it. I don't know. I, I mean, Elay, this is great for Flowbee. You know, it's, the, it's the power of it's yeah, the power sorry, of Clooney. The VP of Flowbee said that it will be at least two to four weeks before they can get supply back up to meet the demand of the Flowbee. Right. Right. Yeah. Do we have that original clip still from that interview? Where you think he was joking about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's not the one when he was on uh, Kimmel. It's the one before that. Because I rewatched it. And as you listen, I, I don't, I don't 100%, like it, to me, it sounds a little bit like he's goofing because what I attributed it to was that there have been so many times where things have been shut down, yeah. okay? And getting a haircut is taboo. Saying that you still, you know, go to the barber is taboo. Also, he can't say I have somebody that comes to my house because that sounds like a rich a-hole thing. Before the Floby, only a skilled oh, professional could right? produce so it. So nobody wants to sound like a rich a-hole during a pandemic. And nobody also wants to make it seem like they're still going to a salon. And have you been cutting your own hair? Mm. I've been cutting my own hair for 25 years. So it has nothing to do with quarantine? No. Look, I have my hair's like really like straw, you know, and so it's easy to cut. You can't really make too many mistakes. So years ago, uh, I bought a, a thing called a Flowbee, which when we you were kids. You did not. When I, I still don't kid, know, man. Yeah. The infomercial, the yeah, Flowbee. It yes. comes with the vacuum cleaner yes. and the clippers. Yeah, I still have it. Stop it. You don't I, use it. My haircuts take literally two minutes. I go. Is, <laughs> is, the, the, is this Flowbee? Yeah, it's Flowbee. 
That is awesome. Yeah, listen, man, it works. So I you think, you think that know. this is a fake? No, I don't know. There's just something about it because everybody has to be so bloody careful, right? Uh-huh. Like you can't come off like you, you're a, you're a, a privileged rich guy who's getting to live a life that other people can't. Whether it's have you know somebody come to your house to cut your hair or whatever. So I think that maybe at one time he did have a Floby. Like I don't know, and that's but the story he's sticking and that's with. the story he's sticking with yeah. because it's a very Clooney thing to do, right? Well, the people over. Floby are very happy. I know they sold nine of them this week because <laughs> of it. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, I watched that um, that uh, Kristen Stewart Christmas movie last night. Oh, with um, everybody, Aubrey Plaza. Is that her name, Aubrey Plaza? Yeah, yeah. Shem, get in here. Shem, love that movie. It's not Shem did you see about it? Maury? Yeah. Um and Dan Levy. Dan Levy's in it. But I'll tell you, Kristen Stewart, I, I love Kristen Stewart. Uh-huh. I really do. I always have. But she's like human cilantro. <laughs> wow. Okay. Where you she's either I- get a taste of her and you love it, uh-huh. or you get a taste of her and you absolutely despise her and you don't know why anybody else enjoys oh, wow. her. And I love Kristen Stewart. Where Catherine is like, no, really, yeah. See, I don't and mind, it's, and it's her. rational. Huh? What did you guys think of the movie? I Shout thought out. it was fantastic. I agree with your take on Kristen Stewart. I think you're either going to love that movie, yeah. or you're going to hate it based on how you feel about Kristen yes. Stewart. Yes, really. Yeah, yes. Kristen Stewart forms your opinion on the uh, entire 100%. movie. You know that telecast? I agree yeah. with Roz completely. Yeah, yeah. Maury. I thought the movie was absolutely amazing. Yeah. If you go to the Kiss website, I interviewed the writer and the director on yeah. the website now. No, it's good. I thought. Sorry, I, I thought that it was a movie that I wish I had when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, because it's very much about coming out and dealing with being gay and your family. Spoiler and, alert, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, for God's sake, it's a Kristen Stewart movie. <laughs> <laughs> She's gay in the movie? Spoiler alert! But it's not as funny as I thought it was going to be. Dan Levy's scenes are funny, but most of his scenes, he's on the phone. Right? Uh, so is he not like, in the movie like a lot? Oh, no, no, he is. Oh, okay. But, he's Kristen Stewart's brother. No, best friend. Best friend. Yeah. I thought it was brother. No, I don't I got think the brother. Was bro- brother. Did you? Why would you say? Why would you think brother? I know the way they talked and they said. Like, no, oh, but there's this pause. Mocha earmuffs for a second. Oh man, guys. Earm- earmuffs for a second, just for a second. Okay, just for a second. Earmuffs for a second. Okay. There's a point in the movie where she talks about how her parents reacted when she came out, and then he's like, "Oh, my parents did this." I thought they were being facetious. What? I thought Excuse they were me? being like. I thought they were That's talking the about whole- the same parents. No. What? No, she's like my. She's like my dad was was. She's like my dad was like I. I love you forever, and he's like my dad didn't talk to me for thirteen years. Yeah, you think that's the same person? Yes, I thought oh they were talking about the same person. Okay, you're, you're don't worry about it. You're gonna be too confused if you even uh, listen to that conversation. Uh, but if it's, right. it's good though. You're not right. Don't do what if I'm right. You're not right. Um, but no, they're good though. He's awesome. Dan Levy's fantastic in the movie. Yeah, I love him. I really enjoyed it. Um, but do you want so- another? Do you want a, a, another amazing gay Christmas movie to watch? <laughs> sure, yes, please. The Christmas House. This might on be Lifetime. Think. This might be my thing. I oh, might be I into saw gay the Christmas movies. For that. It's What's that this one about? It's the first um, Lifetime LGBT lead movie. But is it LGBT light or do they actually go for it? It's the first la- gay kiss on a Lifetime Christmas movie. I, I know, but you know what I mean, right? Like Jonathan Bennett, way to go, buddy. But like when you say gay cri- gay, gay kiss, is this like a gay kiss? Oh no, or? They, they start to kiss and the mom comes out of Thank the house. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
So they started giving out that vaccine, huh? Yeah, man. So the first Brit to get the Pfizer vaccine, 90-year-old Margaret Keenan, 90 years old. She's the first to get it. The second person to get it. So Margaret turns 91 next week. Yeah. The second person to get it was an 81-year-old named William Shakespeare. What? Yeah. <laughs> the man's, no. Yeah, the man's name is William Shakespeare. For real? 100%. Now, did they pick him uh, as the second person based I on his don't, name? I don't. I don't think that they need to to do gimmicks for to to make news on the first person in I the guess. world. You know what I mean? I it's guess. sort of big news already. Yeah. You know, nobody saw William Shakespeare on the list and went, "Oh my God, this is going to be perfect. We'll get a ton of traction on this." No, he's the second person to get the COVID vaccine. Huh. Uh, but so uh, the Queen's nowhere on that list. Huh? No, no, not yet. No wow, one in Buckingham Palace. She already got. We're yeah, just secretly. Not about it. Yeah, yeah. When you when 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 they do it for television and stuff like that, they're just going to someone's going to poke their finger. In her arm, she's gonna go. Oh, yeah, the crown season yeah they're gonna fake it for TV. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do? Uh, but uh, this is uh, Margaret Keenan. This is a terrible, terrible disease. So we do, we do want rid of it, you know. So anything that helps is a bonus, isn't it? Really, I would say go for it. Go for it because it's it's free, and it's the best thing that's ever happened uh, at the moment. So do please go for it. That's all I say, you know. If I can do it, well, so can you. Right. And then she's going to have to get another one in... Three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, because it's a, it's a two... I didn't know this about it. It's a... Because some of the vaccines, this one is the Pfizer one, and it's a, it's a double vaccine. It's a double dose. So it's two doses administered three weeks apart, uh, but there's another one that came out that is only a single vaccine that you don't need to get two weeks apart. I don't oh, remember, I don't remember which, one, wow. which one that is. Uh, is that but, the Moderna one? Uh, the UK ordered 40 million doses, but only mm-hmm. 800,000 shots will be available uh, as part of the first wave that begins today. So they're starting today with 800,000 doses. That's a lot. How but, did we in Canada... Only secure 249,000. Because we don't manufacture it. Companies that manufacture doses oh, get first dibs on doses. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. so we don't, we don't manufacture it here. Uh, Yo, so that, that's one of the reasons. Doing? I don't know, man. I don't know. I've, I, don't, I don't know. We'll get ours. We'll get no, ours. But, uh, but yeah, it's interesting that, uh, that already people are getting the, getting the vaccine. And it's just weird to see like 90-year-olds at the forefront of anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the wild. Yeah. That's the wild part of it because they've all the old people have been hidden away for so long. I know. Like, when's the last time you even saw an old person? Like, I was watching the news and like I saw William Shakespeare and I saw Margaret Keenan. Yeah. But other than that, I don't. You don't see old people anymore. No, not at all. They're all hiding. Yes. <laughs> Trying their best to be safe. Yeah. Not wanting to talk to anybody. No. No. It's uh, so welcome back, old people. Yeah. I would say right. But uh, but there you go. The first vaccines are in. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, yeah, go Raptors, go! My Raptors are in Tampa. Uh, preseason, preseason starts Saturday, 7 o'clock Eastern. You can watch the game on Sportsnet when they play the Hornets. Uh, three members of the organization, it was announced, have tested positive for COVID, although they won't say who in the organization and whether or not those are players. Mm-hmm. Because they got a whole bunch of folks from the office who are who are down there in Tampa, right? So it could be anybody working like directly or indirectly with Masai. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the video yesterday of Masai uh, taking a toonie, a Canadian toonie, and placing it as good luck, as a good luck charm 
on the under part of one of the panels that make up the the full court. Mm-hmm. Uh, the practice court. The practice court. That okay. the Raptors yeah, yeah, are going to yeah, be yeah, using. Yeah. They they figured just bring a little bit of, a bit of Canada. Well, because they did it with the, they did it with the Looney before, right? They did it with the Looney before yeah. as well. So they put that on the bottom of the uh, on the bottom of the the court, the practice court, and then I don't know. Did you see that new logo? Or yeah. sorry, new logo air quote. It's like their logo yeah, that they're using in, in no, Tampa I'm, of the, yeah. the, the raptor biting the the palm tree. I liked the mock up of the uh, of the Tampa Raptors where. Did you see that mock-up that somebody did? Oh, with the different colors. Where it was like the the raptor was wearing like a like a like a like a palm tree yeah. t-shirt and <laughs> had sunglasses on. It was it all was like fun. neon. It was and, very fun. Yeah, I really liked that logo. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, but no, when it comes to COVID, it's interesting. I I think that people like if it is a player that tested positive, I think that they have an obligation to go public with it. Yeah, I really do. And not for nothing, you know, your your own medical procedures and everything else are, are, of course, they're private. But when you're dealing with something as incredibly important as COVID, I think that if you are a Toronto Raptor or if you are anybody else with the platform, because we started hearing at the very beginning, everybody was public with it. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks was like very public. I'm going through it now. Yep. Idris Elba, I'm going through it now. Yet all these people that were like, I'm, Milano. I'm, yeah, I'm going through it now. Yeah. And then you stopped hearing that and you started hearing stories of people. Oh, I had it when I had it when Khloe Kardashian exactly, and Kevin Hart. Yeah. And they had it early. They had it. They had only found out like a month and a bit ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when you look at everything that's gone on, especially in the States with the attitudes towards COVID, I think that people stopping going public with having COVID, especially when you're that level of fame, did an incredible disservice to people. But I thought, like, especially when it comes to, to sports, because you hear, like, throughout the NFL, especially, all these players who are being tested positive, right? And yeah. they're saying X amount of players. They may not necessarily go into individual names, but you can kind of figure that out when you, like, look at the roster if you're following a game, yeah, right? Yeah, Like, why they wouldn't say that just for the safety of the league and the other teams. Well, it's not, the, like, I don't want a team to name people. I think you as an individual should do it. Right. You as an individual need say, to come out and show people what's going on. Yeah. Like, like the, to, to see the Khloe Kardashian the hell that she went through with COVID, but to see it months and months and months after, and it was held for the TV show, did a, such an incredible yeah, disservice yeah. to educating people who are your fans. Like you guys use social media for everything else to sell every product you have, but the one chance you had to sort of like put yourself out there and say, guys, this is real. This is what it's like. They held it. Mm-hmm. And when you for saw the, the e show, and when you saw the footage of Chloe, she was in bad. She shape. was in bad shape, right? and she had. I it agree with early. that. I agree with that. And she had it early back in March. Back in March. Yeah, I agree with that. She should have. They should have mentioned it, put it out there. Yes. Back in the early stages when people didn't really know as much as what we know now. Exactly, right? exactly. Uh, because it started that way. It started yeah. and people were very, because it was kind of cool I had COVID. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, look at me, I got COVID. You know, right? Everybody was like, oh my God, Tom Hanks has COVID, Idris Elba has COVID. And then people stopped talking about yeah. it and people started Yeah, you thinking, know why? Because yeah. they were all like, okay, well, what are the, like, the long-term effects? Well, exactly. What's going right. to happen in like 15, 20 yeah. years? Talk yeah. to me then. Yeah, exactly. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
As we wind down the year, we're getting all the uh, year-end lists. Yes. The top lists of this, that, and the other. And Billboard <laughs> just put out their <laughs> top list of uh, 100 best songs. Of the year? Of 2020. And I don't agree with number one. And oh, I think they made a huge mistake. Interesting. Huge what is it based mistake. What's their metric, though? Is it based on their own charts or, or is it opinion? Uh, I believe this is just based on their own charts. I don't have the full criteria here as to what Billboard bases, whether it's streams, whether it's music video, uh, views, whether it's album sales, chart, uh, you know, the, the amount of weeks that a song is number one on the charts or whatever, right? Right. Or if it's impact that it had. Gotcha. So a couple of the songs on there, Miley Cyrus, Midnight Sky, they have ranked as number 16, this track. Billie Eilish's new song, Therefore I Am, just dropped like a month and a half ago. And that's on the list at number 14. Mm-hmm. Cardigan from Taylor Swift is on there at number 11. Break My Heart from Dua Leap is on there at number 10. Uh, Rockstar from The Baby is in at number nine. I think it should be a little bit higher. Massive song. I'm glad it's top ten. I think it should at least be top five. Uh, Billboard has as the song number nine in their list out of 100 songs, best songs of 2020. Number eight is uh, Mood from 24K Golden. Uh, Dynamite from BTS is in at number seven. Say So from Doja Cat is in at number six. And I will say this. Doja Cat Say So, I think Mm -hmm. it should be ranked higher than what they have as their number one song. Okay. One of my favorite songs of the year is in at number five for Billboard. God. (laughs) I'll say this too. I think this Cardi B and Megan Stallion WAP. Should be ranked higher than what they have as number one do, on their huh? list. Yes. Number three is also Megan the Stallion. And uh or sorry, number four is Harry Styles, Adore You. Number three is Savage from Meg the Stallion and Beyonce. Here is where things so go fall apart for you. All wrong. Okay. In my opinion. Billboard has number two, their second biggest song, in their opinion, of 2020. Is Blinding Lights by the Weekend, which I think should be number one. This song spent eight weeks at number one. This song has 211 million streams. Yeah. Right? Not even Grammy nominated. But The Weekend, Blinding Lights, is easily the biggest song of the year. You know what they had at number one? What's that? And in streams, this comes like nowhere close to The Weekend. Billboard has ranked at number one their best song of 2020. Rain on me from Gaga. Ariana Grande. Absolutely not. Wow. What's that? This song was number one for four weeks in a row. So half of the weekend. Yeah. So it has equal opportunity to be number one on their list for this. This song had a total of 31 million views. Or sorry, 31 million streams. The weekend blinding lights had 211 million. 
You can't tell me this song is bigger than The Weeknd's. But if it's not, if it's just based on opinion and not what's number mm-hmm. one and how yeah. many streams, then well, I don't... Well, that's why I don't have the criteria, so I don't no, know I what Billboard... No, I read it. It's just based on the Billboard staff's opinion. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's lame. Yeah, but that's how a list should be. Yeah, you're either going to put together a list based on metrics or you're going to put together a list based on opinion. The ones on opinion are the best exactly. because you can debate that. You well, can't debate metrics. Whoever wrote this over a billboard, y'all so, are wrong. So why? So you're not saying that Rain On Me is not a great song. Not at all. But okay. you're only basing it but on the It's not better. I'm basing it on popularity. I'm basing it on no, 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 no. That's not that's not this. Okay, my opinion. Yes. Rain on me is not better than Blinding Lights. Okay. My opinion. Rain on me is not better than Savage. There you go. My opinion. Rain on me is not better than WAP. Okay. Really, my, huh? Yeah. Okay. My opinion. Rain on me is not better than Dynamite by BTS. Wow. Don't, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. The, the, the army's okay with that. It's my okay. opinion. Rain on me from Lady yeah. Gaga is not better than Mood. From 24K Golden. Wow. In my opinion, wow. Rain On Me is not better than Rockstar by DaBaby. Wow. Let me let okay. me argue. Did you hear Rain On Me more often and in more places than a lot of those songs you mentioned? No, I heard Blinding Lights way more than any of those songs that I mentioned. No, outside of your house. No, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I, 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 I think what you're... I think what this is, 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 this is why these stupid lists are stupid. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right. No, it's, so okay. it's so dumb. They're so I don't dumb. I know I'm getting so heated. Yeah. No, that's fine though. But I, I understand, which is that every now and then you get a list where, you know, you could understand the debate to put something at the top of a list where you could understand somebody's point of view. You could understand where they were coming from and how they justified it. I know how you're feeling right now because to you, justifying, Rain on me as the best song of the year is an impossible task. Yeah, that you just cannot justify that over three or four of the songs that are underneath. Let me ask it. you this: I get it. If number two was Rain on Me and number one was The Weeknd on this list, would yeah. you be okay with that? I don't even think we'd be talking about exactly. it right now. It's just switching two places. No, yeah, but, that, would, but, but number one I, and number two is a huge spot. Maureen. But I will tell you what I would argue. Yes, is the fact that Rain on Me doesn't even deserve number two. I guess I completely okay. disagree. It was a big song of but the that's year. That's a real petty argument to have, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. nobody. Who wants to kick somebody out of number two? <laughs> nobody does. That's like a that's a real <laughs> evil thing. Uh. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Laura. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So why do you want to be a part of Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life? Well, I'm just wondering how I can get my husband on board to have more kids. Yeah, so you said, uh, here it goes, that you've been with your husband for 10 years. You have two kids together, and you would really love to have a third, but he says he is done and doesn't want anymore. I love my family, but it doesn't feel complete to me yet. Help. That's a big one. Yeah. How many kids? uh, So you have two kids. How old are your kids? I've got a four-year-old and a a one-and-a-half-year-old. Okay. Okay. And have you, why doesn't your husband want any more kids? He just says he's done. That's the only answer I've gotten. Okay. Is he older than you? Uh, yeah. How, how much older than you is he? He's five years older, but he's only 32. (laughs) He's not like old. He's only 32. Okay. Okay. And so why do you want more kids? 
I've just always wanted a bigger family. But you have, I'm just saying, saying right now, you have been blessed with two children already, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, did you guys have a discussion when you got together as a couple as to, um, you know, future plans, if we decide to have kids, how many we would like to have? Yeah, it was always like flipping back and forth between two and three. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it was never like he didn't want to have more yeah. but now he's like dead set on not having more okay. and okay. it's not saying that like whatever that conversation was years ago that you should stick to that i'm just kind of like curious as to where the conversation started and and what each of you had uh, had discussed in the past right right so, okay. yeah so i'm wondering how far you are willing to sort of take this like if he says absolutely not i don't want to have another one are you gonna leave him uh no okay <laughs> i love him much okay okay so we're not at that point no, 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 no. Okay. I just sort of joke with him now that I'm like, I don't technically need you, but it's more of like a joke, but I don't think he finds it very funny. Okay. So would you, would you consider that? No, because there's been no coming back from that, that like, that would that would be the end for him. Like yeah. he would call yeah. it quits. Yeah. That's also a terrible. Yeah. It's also a terrible joke to make. By the way, I know. Okay. I know. Like I wonder it's if there's very, something else. Not saying hurtful. that there's there always has to be a uh, additional reason, but like I wonder if in his mind, if if there is a specific reason as to why he doesn't want to have kids anymore. Or sorry, have any more kids. If there is a reason, uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Okay. I, I think that you are two different people who have two different opinions on the same thing, which is a family matter. And instead yeah. of this being a conversation about what you want and why you want it and what he does not want and why he doesn't want it, I think that all these conversations should be about what is best for the family. And not mm-hmm. not what is good for you and not what is good for me and not your wants and needs or my wants and needs. You need to talk about the 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 ramifications or the glory that would happen to the family, to the two of you together in making this decision and having these conversations. You can't talk you can't right. talk as individuals. Otherwise, something as personal and as wonderful as, you know, wanting to have a baby, um, you will never see his side. Yeah. When you want a baby, okay, when you're the person in that position, it's very um, it's very giving. It comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of I want to expand the family and I have so much love to give. And, we, you know, I, I, I don't feel complete because I have all of this in me and, um, you know, babies are wonderful and we're great parents and let's just go family. That's a really positive place to come from. When you're the person who really doesn't want a kid, it, com- it's, it sounds very negative. It's like you're immediately put on the, on, on the side of being the monster in this conversation of how could you not, how could you deny me of this? How could you, all of this stuff, it becomes very accusatory. And I, and he's yeah. never going to see your side. You are never going to see his side. The only chance that you guys have to figure this out together is to make the decision about what is best for the family. It's not about what you want, what right. he wants. It's what's best for the family. And do you have any like advice on how to get that conversation going? Because like when he doesn't want to have a conversation, it's like, he just like blank you know like he doesn't that was gonna be my next question is have you had a chance to sit down just the two of you to talk about this or are you bringing it up when like other things are happening like somebody's making dinner or you're in the car heading to wherever like are do you ever like talk about this when it's just the two of you and like literally nothing else is happening in your life yeah like once the kids are in bed and it's just us like i've i've mentioned it sort of brought it up sort of like in a in a lighter kind of mood, 
But he's just like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to have this conversation. Because I don't think you're talking about it. I think that every opportunity that you guys have this conversation, it's just you trying to convince him to do what you want. No, I asked him, like, is there a reason? And he's like, no, I just don't want more. Like, that's, that's as far as I've gotten. But what other reason does he need to have? Well, I just want to have, like, a discussion about sure, it. Right? Sure, like, sure. But what if you have this like, long discussion and at the end of it, he's still, like, hard set on not wanting any more kids. Like, maybe I would have more understanding, maybe, because it's just yeah. like a no, I don't. It's just like, well, so why here's don't so, okay. You, so, you know? so instead of, because I, I think that he feels, I think that he feels terrible, you know? I, I think that he feels that he's denying, you know, you something and are somehow hurting the family. Um, and that's an awful oh. feeling. It's an awful feeling. It's terrible. I, I think yeah. that, I think I that, didn't if, really I, think I, of it like that. Yeah, of course he does. And who wants to have that conversation? He loves his wife. He loves you. He loves the kids, but somehow he's doing damage to the family because he doesn't want another one. That's it. It makes him feel like a bad dad. It makes him feel like a bad husband. It makes him feel bad in all sorts of different ways. I think that if you're right. going to, I think that if you're going to go at this, go at this and, and just say to him straight up and in, in start a conversation, say, I am not, okay, going to try and convince you to have another kid. I'm not going to try and explain why I want another kid because the reality is I just do. There's a part of me that feels incomplete and I just feel that I got a lot of love and I would love to have another one around. But what this conversation needs to be is for you to just sit with me and just explain to me why you don't. I will not try to convince you. I just need to know where your head's at. Is it fear? Is it that you think that you're too old? Is it that you think that there's not enough money? Is that you think that they're, they're, you're, you're going to be too busy, that your own dreams aren't going to be able to be fulfilled? Like, just get him talking about it without trying to convince him that he's wrong. Okay, that makes way more sense. That helps so much seeing it from, like, another perspective. Okay? Okay, thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Laura. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Holy cow, Mandalorian is so good this season. Mm-hmm. Absolute best. I love it. I don't know when they're supposed to start shooting season three or if they've already started. But season two is going to be very tough to beat. Yeah, it's very good. Um, it's nerf. everything that Star Wars you know is supposed to be. Mandalor- Tom Bergeron has been watching The Mandalorian as well and tweeting about that. What's so he saying about it? That he just started watching it and absolutely loving it. Yeah. And he'll, he'll get back to you on what he thinks. Everything's awesome about The Mandalorian, man. Nerf is now selling... For pre-order, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian rifle. Oh, really? The huh? actual rifle that Mando uses. Oh, look at that! Incredible. Ooh, so it's announced one hundred and twenty bucks. One hundred and twenty dollars. Now the thing is, though, so they announced it like yesterday, right? Yeah. Or last night. But we won't get it until July. Well, that was. But do you remember? Even with Baby Yoda, Baby they, Yoda they was didn't. The same thing. They yeah. didn't have any merchandise ready to go. People couldn't, people couldn't get a Baby Yoda doll for like eight months after the show even started. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Right, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they're really sort of, they, they, they're not treating Mandalorian the same way that they, they treat the movies. With the movies, the toys come out before the films. And oftentimes the toys have spoilers yeah, because people will see the toys and they actually give away little bits the nerds of the movies. Because are smart now, yes, right? Yeah. So I wonder if this is uh, like if they actually have a plan. And they're rolling things out slowly, or if they kind of wait to see what fans kind of gravitate towards, or make noise right. about online, and right. then and then want to replicate that product to sell. Yes, it's tough because 
I'm like, I want all that stuff, but I don't have room for that stuff. Like, I, I really want the Mandalorian Nerf gun. <laughs> you know, but what? I'm like, I, then I got to find a place to put it. And Catherine's gonna be like, you're not putting it in my my space. You can put yeah. it in, find your space, garage. Yeah, it's up in the attic. Well, yeah, and also 120 bucks. Yeah, well, like no, that seems me, kind I, of. Well, I'm not worried about the money. Oh, <laughs> and I, I don't mean that. I don't. I listen. I don't mean that as in I got I got sacks of cash. I mean, it's not 220. No, I okay. Know, but it's still. like one twenty on the Mandalorian gun. To me, seems like a bit of a deal, although it is a bit excessive. Now, uh-huh. do you think Gina Carano, Kara Dune on Mandalorian, is the one who's bad? <sighs> Somebody's selling his ass out, and it's either Carl Weathers or Gina Carano. Somebody's selling his ass out. I don't know. Something inside of me says that it's actually going to be Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers. Yeah. He's the one. I think he's the one Grief. that's feeding information off to the bad guys. I don't know, man. To me, I think it's I think it's Cara Dune. Really? Yeah, I think it's Gina Carano. But why, Carano. though? Why? Because she had that really sketchy conversation with Appa. <laughs> I know. Um from Kim's Convenience at the end of episode three or whatever it was, where she was super sketchy and she's now elevated to the marshal of whatever little town it is. And I think that it's all a ploy to sort of move in the empire and she's going to be at the forefront of it. Because when Mando landed and met Kreef and Kara and his plane needed to be fixed, the Razor Crest needed to be fixed up, and they were like, yeah, no problem, we got this. It was after that, it was when they rebuilt his ship that it had a tracker on it. Yeah. So they put the tracker there, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think that it's Kreef that did it because he's not acting sketchy at all. There's no sort of little footprints left as to, why, as to why he would be the one Man. that did it. It was her idea to go up to that base and take out those things. It was her idea. Have you been watching YouTube videos? No, zero. Oh. Zero, because I don't want to watch any of YouTube videos on it. No, nothing. But she's sketchy. I'm not saying whether you're right or not. She's sketchy, man. Because I watch a lot of these YouTube videos as soon as I finish watching an episode. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, so you're not, you're not, and like kind of going through some of the things online that people are saying. Yeah. Uh, you're not the first person to think that, yeah. by the way. I think she's I think she's gonna screw him over. Really? Uh, yeah, I really do. I can't wait. New episode drops on Friday. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hello? Happy birthday. It's Roz and Mocha. <gasps> oh my god, thank you. What's going on? Not much. I'm just making my breakfast. I have work early. Oh, you're making your own breakfast on your own birthday? Yeah. Crime. Where's your fiance John? Oh, he's in the Oh, okay. So we got a text from John saying that it's your birthday. The only thing is, John never told us what your name is, but gave us your phone number. Oh, my name's Gracie. Oh, well, happy birthday, Gracie. Well, thank you. And you are now, uh, how old are you again? 20. Wow, so no longer a teenager. Yeah. How long ago did you guys get engaged? Um, A year and a half ago. Oh, okay. wow. And is he, where's he? He's. You said he's in the UK? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Is he working there? Or just like yeah. stuck there because of the pandemic? No, no, he works there. Oh, okay. So what's the plan then when you guys get married? Um, There's no plan yet, but hopefully I think I'd go over there. Nice. So you're getting married young, huh? You got engaged a year and a half ago and you just turned 20 today? Oh, we don't, like, I mean, there's no plan yet. I think it wouldn't happen for the next few years. Yeah. How do you know um, How do you know that this was the guy? How do you know that he's the one? He's, he's so nice to me. He's, he's absolutely amazing. Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to, to message you guys. Does he, um, does he, is he from there? 
He's got the accent yeah, and everything? Yeah, yeah. So he he lives there. We met online through, like, gaming. Oh, really? Oh, wow. What, what game? game? Uh, Minecraft. Really? So you guys met online through Minecraft. Have yeah. you, like, met physically? Yeah, we met oh, twice. Oh, okay. Twice, okay. Really, huh? So yeah. he went, flew to you or you flew to him? I flew to him. Both times? Yeah. And the second time he proposed? Yeah. Hold oh. on a second here. You guys are like The Bachelor. Like you've only hung out. How, how many? How much time in total have you guys spent in the same like room, like with each other? Um, the first time I went there for three weeks. Yeah. And the second time, uh, it was actually just right before the pandemic hit. I had to come home early, but yeah. I was going to be there for two months. But how long were you there for? A month and a half. Okay, so, a month and so a you're half. looking at you're looking at two months two months uh, together. It that, really is like yeah. the Bachelorette. Yeah, that's like the bachelor. Bachelorette. Wow. Good for you. That's awesome. And you knew right away after the first time or the second time when you proposed? Um, the first time. Okay. Yeah. Is and then hot? you guys and then you guys game like every night and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maury wants to know if he's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. geeks geeks can be really hot. Well, nobody said he's a geek. Is it Minecraft. <laughs> Look at this guy calling people geeks yeah. for what they do. Maury's still spending money on Farmville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, your fi- and your fiance is the geek. <laughs> well, Gracie, oh, happy birthday. No, what? no, no. Joke time. Okay, what do you got? Want to hear a birthday joke from Maury? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Maury. Okay, what goes up but never your comes down? Your age. You, every single time you say the same joke, man. Yeah, but that's my <laughs> thing. She listens to the show. That's my thing. Now people are going to be like, but you, Maury didn't do the birthday joke. No. I don't want to. Okay, no, this go, is go, not going to become the thing. This yeah. is not. That joke is not going to become the thing that happens <laughs> every time we talk to somebody whose birthday it is. Absolutely not. I will not allow it. Ross, well, too late. I Gracie, will not allow much it. Much love to you. Thank you for Thanks listening for to the Ross Did I tell my joke? Have a very, very happy birthday. I will. Thanks. But Take I, care. I didn't tell the joke. Tell the joke. Is she still there? Yes. Okay, what goes up and never you comes already, to- You just told the joke. But Mocha interrupted. The answer's your age. I know, but at least let me finish no, saying it. No. Thank you, Gracie. Go enjoy <laughs> Bye, your breakfast. <laughs> I love you guys. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. I'm excited and nervous at the exact oh, same time. Oh, no. Explain, girl. I saw this on Twitter yesterday. Breaking news. Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Kirsten Dunst. Emma Stone, all confirmed to be returning and joining Tom Holland in the new Spider-Man 3 movie. Mm-hmm. On top of all that, Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro. We all knew that. And Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus it's from the Tobey Maguire... Second one, isn't it? Second movie. Yeah. And so what they're doing is essentially what everyone kind of like figured a couple of months ago is a live action... Mm-hmm. Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. With Doctor Strange. Oh, and Doctor Strange is coming the back one, as he's well. He's the one that does it all, right? He's the one that causes it. Yeah. Now, I have, I hold the animated Spider-Verse in such high regard. Mm-hmm. It is my actual favorite Spider-Man movie of every single movie that they've released. Mm-hmm. So... And Marvel does such a great job. And this may actually be next to, like, Endgame. This may be the most anticipated Marvel movie they have ever done. Yes. Or this will be the most that they've ever done. And probably the most intricate. I'm going to say right now that if they do Spider-Verse, the movie to me is a fail without having somebody play Miles Morales. I have a feeling 
that that is that story or that news of Miles Morales. Yeah. It's going to happen, but they know that that's going to be the biggest story out of everything that they're talking about for Spider-Man 3, that they're saving that information for last. Because you can't do a movie like this without having Miles Morales. Miles Morales, just so you know, if if you're unfamiliar with Spider-Verse or if you've seen Spider-Verse, he was the the little kid, like the little black kid from Brooklyn who had like a Spider-Man suit that was like a little bit too big. Yes. Like it looked like a Halloween costume. Totally. Right? And he was the, the so the character is just so awesome, but they have to do that. Like if you're going to do, if you're going to go that far, you have to do that. And with every uh, version of Spider-Man, I would say the Miles Morales version yeah. is for fans, the most popular. Yes. So you can't do a live action Marvel Spider-Verse movie without having Miles Morales. Right. Exactly. So I think that they're saving that news for last. Yeah. Who plays him? I don't know. Um, oh my God, what's his name? Childish Gambino. He's always been thrown around as being somebody who uh, would be perfect because he's a huge Spider-Man nerd and people have always said he would be perfect to play Miles Morales. I think it needs to be a kid. Although in, yes, in the Spider-Verse movie yeah. and a lot of the comics, he was a kid. Yeah, I think it needs to be a kid. I think you need to put that dynamic into that universe. I think it'd be great. Really so great. This- but, so Doc Ock, though, I don't know, man. I, don't, I Out of all the sort of big villains that we've seen in all the big MCU, DC, everything else. He's like I mediocre, was, right? I was probably, yeah, the least overwhelmed with Doc Ock. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know about that one. And he's old now. And doesn't he show his chest? Yeah, and right? Spider-Man too. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he shows his chat. I don't know. He's old it's man. Spider-Verse. Like, they can do anything yeah, they want. I guess. It's I, all CGI, yeah, I right? Guess. Yeah, yeah. They no, put some text right. on him. Yeah, but he didn't have him the first time around. The technology Fly, didn't they exist. They can flatten the tummy at least. Yeah, they can flatten no. the tummy. Yeah, I guess you're right. right. Or maybe he has an alternate version of his suit. And it just covers like, everything. Like overalls now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so pretty much everyone That's from cast, all man. of the Spider-Man movies, the ones with Tobey Maguire, the ones with Andrew Garfield, uh, with Tom Holland, like everyone, all the main characters it's and crazy. some of the villains from all those movies are all coming together for Spider-Man yeah. 3. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, if you are one of those people who are against... All the regulations that come with COVID, mm-hmm. being asked to wear a mask and stay at home and socially distance and whatever, whatever, whatever. Listen to this. Because you would not survive in Taiwan. Oh, hell no. There's a guy who was staying at a hotel in Taiwan who stepped out of his hotel room for like, like was eight he, seconds. Like, was he quarantining in the hotel? Quarantining in the hotel. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and he stepped out into the hallway and surveillance cameras caught him and then the hotel contacted the health department and the guy was charged was fined a hundred thousand taiwan dollars which which works out to like 4400 canadian oh just over 4400 canadian what did he do in the hallway what business did he have in the hallway they didn't say. I guess maybe they didn't. Have, they didn't give him a chance to explain. Like, what he, like maybe he was. Maybe he was like taking his his food tray and leaving it in the hallway. Probably, I don't. Know. What, if, what if you need to get ice? But I what? don't know. Eight seconds. Uh, it says here Taiwan has strict quarantine rules that don't allow you to leave your location at all until you have been cleared. The country has done well in dealing with the pandemic through contact tracing and extensive testing. Taiwan has twenty three million people. 
but only 716 reported COVID cases mm-hmm. and seven reported COVID-related deaths. Um, so does it say how long he was in there for? Like, what? Like was this day one or like was this day 12? I don't have that information. Man, I need to know that because that matters to me. Because I, at some point you just, when you're in hotels, I've spent a lot of time in hotels. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to breathe different air. You need to look at something different. Because when you're in a hotel room... Yeah, but not during a pandemic. Yeah, you just, you can't help yourself. You start going mad. Also, can they charge, I guess it's private property. Can I guess you can charge somebody if they, on mm-hmm. private property, right? No, but it's a designated quarantine hotel. They have them all over the place. So then jurisdiction, obviously, then. You're, well, no, they just call the cops. They said, we got video camera of this guy who's supposed to be quarantining. My condo started a, a snitch email line. Of course. <laughs> yeah, and how many times by your condo, it? you mean you have? Another <laughs> COVID at and then the building's name dot Really? Yeah. Hold on. Do, are you the one that suggested it? Of course I did. Yeah. No, you suggested it and they Yeah, but actually... I didn't think they would listen. So you're so have you oh used it yet? My what kind like well, honestly, like what kind of things are you snitching on? Like like what what's what's the, the level of snitch worthy infractions? Okay, like well, you the, see somebody in a hallway without a mask, you're gonna snitch on them? Too many if more than two people in an elevator. Um, people uh, in the lobby with uh, luggage, you're only allowed, if there's a real estate agent doing a showing, you're only allowed the real estate agent and one other person. Not two other people? Not two other people. So I was downstairs getting a package. And how, I saw do you a real know, how do you know somebody's a real estate agent? Oh, because they're holding like, a clipboard. Because of their, their cologne or they something? Ha- no, they have, like, <laughs> <laughs> they have yeah, the... CK1. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have the clipboard in that lockbox. <laughs> uh, yeah, like how do you know? How do you know somebody's a real estate agent? Are you oh, like yeah, snooping around, around your building box. all the time? Why are you in the hallway so often? What's that? Why are you in the hallways? Why are you so busy? Like, well, why I, not? I have to walk the dog. I got packages to get. Packages to get? Yeah, right. It's Christmas busy. time. So, but why are you so busy? Why do you care so much about what other people are doing? Like if two people show up and it's for they're well, viewing it's for a my condo, health. but they're viewing a condo. Let's just say a real estate agent shows up, and you know they're a real estate agent because they smell like one. Um, <laughs> let's say a real estate CK1? agent. Let's say a real estate agent shows up, right? Yeah, obsession. Oh, I liked obsession. Uh, let's say a real estate agent shows up, okay? And they have the clipboard and the lockbox and the perfume, and they have two, <laughs> and, they, and they have and they have two people with them, yeah. right? You're gonna snitch on that. There's rules. No, honestly, though. Like, what does I, it matter with you I where did, you're going to snitch? But why? 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 Because it's just for, why? for health reasons. Why? I don't know. No, but the problem is, is the people who are looking at the condo, I don't know where they've been. They're now touching buttons in the elevator. They're now in but, the but elevator. But they're allowed to be there. They're no, just they're not. not. You said that they're allowed to be there. One. Right. One. But, but what? So what is it a difference to you, though, whether it's one person or two people? I don't think there should be real estate showings at all. That's should, a whole different story, though. They've virtual. allowed real estate showings, though. Well, the email said, if you can do virtual no but that's not the thing though that's they're not outlawed they're allowed so you can only you don't you you can't snitch on something for something you wish was against the law no but i'm i'm snitching on the fact that there was two not one extra person you see that's to me is like also is there anything more awkward than when there's only two people in an elevator and you want to join and the the elevator door stays open and you have to stare at those people for a while as it closes no i'm perfectly fine with that it's called being a human being in a time of a pandemic. Yeah. Also, stop snitching. <laughs> God. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Uh, Matthew Morrison's version of The Grinch last night was absolutely destroyed on social media and in all reviews. It was horrendous. The suit was awful. The acting was terrible. And people really didn't. One thing that they found that was really off-putting was he sort of broke the fourth wall. So it was recorded on stage. But he would look at the camera and talk to you at home in his awful sort of Grinch costume. And so this is clip one here. This is him uh, breaking that wall. Despise Christmas Eve, and I loathe Christmas Day. I poo-poo them in every possible way. I abhor Christmas trees, and I scorn every wreath. And I hate all the who's down in Whoville beneath. Especially you. At home. He's looking at you right now. Uh, Look at you. Stop grinning. We're not here to enjoy ourselves. I hate your couch. (gasps) (laughs) Okay. And then um, the big problem that Entertainment Weekly had, they wrote this. There's nothing worse in a family entertainment than pandering fart or poop jokes. People (laughs) seem to think will be a surefire laugh from the kiddos. And one of the problems that people had, a lot of people with this, is that we're all very familiar with the Grinch. And the Grinch doesn't really need anything else other than somebody to just nail the role. And they don't have to add anything to the Grinch. So why, oh, why did the Grinch have to fart. I'm a Roger. I'm a Grinch. Ooh, issues? Well, I've got lots. Max, how dare you? You'll wake up the neighbors. Right? So... I mean, whatever. The Grinch is supposed to be disgusting. I know, but the Grinch doesn't need to fart, though. There's, I know. there's a lot of things that make the Grinch awesome and entertaining. And Maybe this was their way of putting uh, their own mark on this particular version sure. of the sure. show. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I've said for years now that one of the, I, and I love where all the MCU went and I love where, you know, I'm, there's some DC properties that I'm pumped for. Love that new Joker movie they did. But the, the one thing that still hurts a little bit is that we never got the Ben Affleck directed Batman. I know. Because for me, that would have been like, I just think of the town. And how great of a movie that was and how amazing that movie would have been had it just been a Batman movie because the town is incredible. It's such a good gangster film that he did. Do you remember when it was announced that Affleck was going to be Bruce Wayne slash Batman and everybody freaked out because they were like, no, we can't see him in that role. He's not fit for that role. And then we saw him in that role and he just nailed it. See, I hated I hated those movies. Oh, I, any of the DC ones? I, yeah, I, 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 Zack Snyder, I can't do. I have no time for Zack Snyder. Yeah, trust but me, the, I'm not. The, I'm not like the biggest fan of the DC stuff because I'm like a Marvel guy. 
all day, every yeah. day. The but only I thought thing, Ben Affleck did a good job. The only thing I wanted was I wanted him to direct one. Yeah. That's the movie that I wanted. I, I Whatever he does in the, in the Zack Snyder movies, whatever. I, I've, I, there, I've I can't no, remember. Why did he back I've, away again? Because he went through um, some really bad times. Oh, okay. He was going through a divorce, and I think that he started drinking again, and then the world sort of changed mm. around him, and he, he put the project on hold. Um, but that movie would have been so good. So Joe Manganiello who is reprising his role as Deathstroke in the Zack Snyder um, Justice League. Justice League. He did an interview because he was supposed to be the bad guy in Ben Affleck's directed Batman. Oh, okay. And he says that Deathstroke would have become like a horror movie villain if the movie was allowed to be, if the movie ever was made. He said Deathstroke would have launched an all-out campaign to destroy Bruce Wayne's personal life and those close to him, saying, quote, it was a really dark story wow. in which Deathstroke was like a shark or a horror movie villain that was dismantling Bruce Wayne's life from the inside out. It was this systemic thing. He killed everyone close to Bruce and destroyed his life to try and make him suffer because he felt that Bruce was responsible for something that happened to him. And then he goes on to say that the reference material, the sort of point where they were going to launch this Batman off of, was based off of, as far as the tone goes, was, did you ever see the game? David Fincher directed it with um, Sean no. Penn and um, Michael Douglas. Never. You never saw the game? Uh -uh. Oh my God. It is a just work of maddening genius. Really? On how to, like, they just drive this guy nuts. Yeah. And that was their sort of source material for what this Batman was going to look like. So he obviously, Joel Manganiello, obviously had a conversation. Oh, many. They had many conversations. Ben Affleck. Yeah. So Affleck's vision was there and he, like, shared yeah. it with people. As far as if he came up with a script yeah. or anything on paper. Uh, for a description, who knows? Yeah, but there were multiple conversations. But that's that that's place. and that's the movie that we'll never get. We'll never get the uh, the Ben Affleck directed Batman, which <sighs> sucks. Which I know. Hurts. you know what? I don't I don't want to know any of that information. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I hate knowing all this information. Also knowing the fact that we'll we'll never get that version yeah, of it. We'll I never know. get that movie. I know. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hanukkah today. Yeah, Hanukkah starts tonight, right? Yeah, which is the first time I'm not with family, but they set up a whole Zoom thing. Yeah, so do you have to everybody do Zoom every night. I mean, you get to do Zoom every night. <laughs> no, 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 just the one. I first of all, it was suggested <laughs> to do it every night. I said no. Once is enough. Yeah. So what? When now? I have a question for you when it comes to Hanukkah. If you are going to set up like a family thing for Hanukkah, is the sort of big night night one or the final night? Night one. Night one. You get the best gift on night one. I didn't know that. I oh, didn't yeah. know that. I think oh, yeah. that usually, usually things build, right? Every family know. could be different. Night yeah. one traditionally is the first candle. It's the first one. Yeah. It's very special. It's when you would have the dinner. Right. So, so would everybody everyone, on your Zoom tonight, is everyone going to light a candle? Or is yeah, there like we all one? have our own Hanukkiah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I went down to what the base. What do you call it? Hanukkiah. Oh. What do other people call it? Menorah. Menorah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's either way. Why are we fancy? No, I'm actually Menorah's fancy. Really? Hanukkah is like saying, you know, Hanukkah. something else. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah go on. Um, so I got mine from the basement where I store it when it's not needed, and I brought it upstairs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> where all the important things are. Yeah, this is like all your, <laughs> very, all, very all your respectful. Okay, so it goes on one by, it's all your Hard Rock Cafe shot glasses, and then your worthless bobblehead collections, and the Hanukkah. Yeah, okay, and my cool. Hanukkah is, it's a fire truck, because it was given to me on, as a wedding gift by my legal guardian, Susie, because when I was, 
a really, really young child, I was obsessed with fire trucks. That's one of those things, man, that like haunts you forever. When you when you show an interest in but not anything, into adult life, like it shouldn't into adult life. <laughs> it does though. Right? It does because people so are like, oh my god, trucks. you loved it when you were little. Yeah. Here's your fire you, truck. You must <laughs> love it now. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're gonna light the candle tonight. Yeah. Uh, and then are you and Matthew making like any specific food? Like, is everyone? You're supposed to make, you know, latkes. Yeah, like, is everyone uh, adding a dish to your Zoom dinner? No, because latkes, when you cook latkes, it stinks up the entire place because you're frying potatoes, right? Right. How is that stinking up the entire place? Well, it's a very smoky dish. Right. Potatoes? When you're frying (laughs) them? I mean, well, okay. In oil? Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Like on the stove? Yeah. 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 So, no, we're just going to, we were going to order, like, burgers and fries. Oh, nice. To me, that's like if you're thinking if you're not gonna have potato latkes, what's the yeah. next thing closest to that? Do you Burger still get do you still get a Hanukkah gift? No. No. Are you sad about that? Very. Yeah. What'd you get last year? Well, you get things like calendars and calendars. Socks. <laughs> yeah. I got, Thank you. I got, no. I got four twenty twenty calendars last year at the same table. I cheered the last <laughs> time I didn't get a calendar for Christmas from somebody. <laughs> I cheered. I, I, what I, used to give, I used to get my sister's calendars all the time uh, for Christmas. Yeah, but what if you're at the dinner table God and four sake. people got you twenty twenty calendars? Yeah, that is I God, calendars was such a big business. You don't even see calendars anymore. Calendars was such a big business business around the holidays yeah. for people. Oh, yeah. There was a oh. store in the mall. Yeah, the, calendar the mall. Shop. That's right. There yeah. was a whole store they would for set calendars. Up a store or they would set up like a booth in the middle of the mall. You gotta be kidding well, I was, me. Man, I used to buy everybody calendars. Did Are you? you? Me? Yes. <laughs> I guess if you work at the calendar man. shop, you can They're never, so, ever miss an appointment. They're so ugly. I got that more. What Don't are you worry. talking about? They're so ugly. <laughs> calendars? Who wants to hang a calendar Dude, on the no, wall? St- we still buy them every year. We have a family calendar on the table. Like I bought my sister's like, I would buy them like Star Wars calendars. Or <laughs> You're a terrible gift giver. Yeah, I would buy uh, not as like the only gift. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't the only gift. Okay, I don't know. Like my sister Laura know. back in the day was like a huge fan of Smallville, so I'd buy a Fire Smallville yeah. uh, calendar. Yeah, she hated Napoleon Dynamite, so one year I bought her Napoleon Dynamite calendar. <laughs> you see, it's a troll gift. It really is. I there's many trolls. I I I cheered the year that I stopped getting calendars, and then three years later, I wish that I started getting calendars again because the year that I stopped getting calendars from my mom is the year where every year she would buy me nose hair trimmers. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, son. I love you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me read you this that I saw on Reddit. Please. From Ottawa. To the, person who, Ottawa. to the person who broke into my car on Friday night. Oh, no. Reads the post. And this person is very heated. <laughs> Because I don't know if you've, uh, you've only been driving for a few years, so mm-hmm. you have an experience, and I hope you never have to experience having your truck getting broken into. No. I've had my car broken into a couple times, and it's just very, it's violating. Yeah, absolutely. So here's what went down in Ottawa, what this person wrote. To the a-hole who broke into my car Friday night, I wasn't going to file a report. I wasn't going to file a report when I realized you took my brand new Christmas tree stand. Oh, come on. I wasn't going to file a report when I noticed you stole my car Bluetooth connector. I wasn't going to file a report because you stole all of my loose change. (laughs) Oh, God. I wasn't going to file a report because you tossed everything. But today, 
when I realize that you stole my plastic one ring to rule them all and Harry Potter golden snitch <laughs> that were hanging from my rear view mirror, that's when I decided to file a report. F you, you worthless piece of S. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man, you can't take a man's snitch. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Here we go. Uh, I love this part of the podcast. Yes. Get to catch up on uh, all the big breaking stories from the week. You sound very excited. I'm very excited. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, former Israeli space security chief says this. Oh, gosh. What? We have aliens? Aliens exist, uh-huh. but humanity is not ready. This Galactic Federation has supposedly been in contact with Israel and the U.S. for years, but are keeping themselves a secret to prevent hysteria until humanity is ready. Um, According to retired Israeli general and current professor Haim Ashad, the answer is absolutely yes, but this has been kept a secret. Ashad, who served as the head of Israeli's space security program for nearly 30 years and is a three-time recipient of the Israeli Security Award, explained that Israel and the U.S. have both been dealing with aliens. The 87-year-old former space security chief gave further descriptions about exactly what sort of agreements have been made between the aliens and the U.S., uh, which have... Yes. Okay, so they says, quote, the fabric of the universe, the corporation includes a secret underground base on Mars where there are American and alien representatives. Hold on. There are people on Mars, human beings on Mars right now. Yes. How'd they get up there? Nobody noticed. Well, what? How would you notice? Guess. <laughs> Like, <laughs> when I was sleeping, right? <laughs> I've never been to Australia, but I hear there's people there. You know, like I don't know. Okay, so there's people and aliens. So this would explain. This would explain Donald Trump's space force, if you remember that when he developed the fifth branch of the United States Armed Forces. Now, Ashad insists that Donald Trump is aware of the aliens mm-hmm. and that he was quite, quote, on the verge of disclosing their existence. However, the Galactic Federation reportedly stopped him from doing so, saying they wished to prevent mass hysteria since they felt humanity needed to, quote, evolve and reach a stage where we will dot, 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 understand what space and spaceships are. So this is according it. to a guy who worked 30 years for the Israeli so security. So he yeah. Knows. yeah. Right. Did, anywhere in there does it say like a, give a, a description of no, what the aliens nothing, look like? Nothing. Like how tall they are? Nothing. Nothing. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, former Israeli space security chief says this. Oh gosh. What? We have aliens. Aliens exist, uh-huh. but humanity is not ready. This Galactic Federation has supposedly been in contact with Israel and the U.S. for years, but are keeping themselves a secret to prevent hysteria until humanity is ready. Um, According to retired Israeli general and current professor Haim Ashad, the answer is absolutely yes, 
But this has been kept a secret. Ashad, who served as the head of Israeli's space security program for nearly 30 years and is a three-time recipient of the Israeli Security Award, explained that Israel and the U.S. have both been dealing with aliens. The 87-year-old former space security chief gave further descriptions about exactly what sort of agreements have been made between the aliens and the U.S., uh, which have... Yes. Okay. So they says, quote, the fabric of the universe, the corporation includes a secret underground base on Mars where there are American and alien representatives. Hold on. There are people on Mars, human beings on Mars right now. Yes. How'd they get up there? Nobody noticed. Well, what? How would you notice? Guess. <laughs> like... <laughs> when I was sleeping right <laughs> I've never been to Australia but I hear there's people there you know like I don't know okay so there's people and aliens so this would explain this would explain Donald Trump's space force if you remember that when he developed the fifth branch of the United States Armed Forces now Ashad insists that Donald Trump is aware of the aliens mm-hmm. and that he was quite quote on the verge of disclosing their existence however the Galactic Federation reportedly stopped him from doing so saying they wish to prevent mass hysteria since they felt humanity needed to quote evolve and reach a stage where we will dot 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 understand what space and spaceships are so this is according it. to a guy who worked 30 years for the Israeli so security. So he yeah. knows. Yeah. Right. Did, anywhere in there does it say like a, give a, a description of no, what the aliens nothing, look like? Nothing. Like how tall they are? Nothing. Nothing. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, Joe Exotic wrote Kim Kardashian a letter, handwritten letter, to ask like for a her fan help. Note? Yes, like uh, to ask for her help uh, to get his pardon from Donald Trump moving. He's oh, currently man. serving, as we know, 22 years uh, in prison after being convicted for plotting a murder for hire. Um, I don't even know, plan against uh, Carol Baskin. He wrote this. I know you have never met me. This is Joe Exotic to Kim K. I know you've never met me and you may never want to. However, I do believe that you hold the values of our justice system dear to your heart. He goes on to say, I'm writing you this letter, not as Joe Exotic, but as the person, Joseph Maldonado Passage, asking you to please help me by taking just 10 minutes out of your life and placing a call to President Trump to I look at my 257-page pardon. It's all new evidence. I'm innocent and ask him to sign my pardon so I can return home to my husband, Dylan Passage, and my father. He goes on to say, I have lost 57 years of my work, my zoo, my animals. My mother has died. My dad is dying, and I've been taken away from my husband, who I love dearly. Everyone is so busy making movies, getting interviews, selling stuff, and dressing up like me that everyone forgot I'm a real live person in prison and kept from uh, kept even telling me my own story uh, for something I didn't do. And then he goes on to say, uh, no one even has to know you did it if you call the president. Oh, you just wow. do this in super secret. But then there was a picture with the article of, of course, Kim Kardashian and her whole family dressing up like Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. So he does oh. have a point. All right. right? Like, all the also, oh, yeah. I wrote this song. Hey, was Tiger King this year? It was, right? Yeah, it was. It seems like forever yeah, that's, ago. that's how we all started COVID. Yeah, right. We all watched Tiger King. Then stand back and marvel 
Because he's doing 22 years for murder for hire. Oh, right. Uh, I mean, right. There's that. There is that. You're right. So December 21st is the day you get Excuse Me, I Love You from Ariana Grande. This was the Netflix special that she was teasing. Oh, okay. Yeah. From her Sweetener tour. Uh, December 21st is when Just it will exclusively the debut. Yeah. Yeah. On, so is uh, it going to be uh, pretty much like all the other kind of concert movies where... They have yeah. some interview stuff, maybe some behind the scenes uh, planning of the concert. Yeah, like that. what she said is, uh, I hope, she's, at least. yeah, they say releasing this is a love letter to all of you in celebration of all that we've shared over the past few years. Uh, I know this project only captures some of one tour she wrote on Instagram. Uh, I just want to thank you all for showing me more in this lifetime already than I ever dreamed of. So this is from the Sweetener Tour, which yeah. which I believe the 21st is the one-year anniversary of when it wrapped. Oh, okay. Right? Nice. So that's the sort of significance behind that. But I don't know what they had planned because... At this point last year, nobody knew COVID was going to happen. Right. And so it's not like, I don't know what they were, they could have just been filming for a video. Like, I don't know whether this was a Netflix designed Mm. project where they were on board at the very beginning, or if this is something that her people filmed or somebody else filmed and then sold to Netflix because there's no touring and and everybody's doing these sort of virtual concerts kind of thing. I just assume. I think that it's, I I, I think that it is just, it just so happens that. This is going down. I just assume artists now, with the way things are, just in general, not forget about COVID, they just film everything anyway when it comes to concert, putting it together, the actual show, all the behind the backstage stuff. I assume that they film everything anyway, just so that they have the footage, just in case a Netflix or Amazon or HBO deal. Yeah, you hire a crew and you just document it, right? And just piece um, it all together. I'm told there'll be a a trailer today for that. Nice. Yeah, but no, that's what you want with this stuff. I mean, you want want the stage stuff. The stage stuff is always great, but you want that behind the scenes stuff. You want the candid moments. You want the... Like the the Beyonce sort of, one that they did, yeah. like last year, or whatever. Yeah. I love that one. My favorite, one my favorite good. moment in all of these concert things, whether it is. God, I don't even know, like, you know, Taylor Swift or, you know, Madonna or whatever. Anybody who's ever done any sort of like concert film, my favorite moment in all of them is when they shoot the artist the moment they walk off the stage. Oh, right. That's always my favorite moment, mm-hmm. right? When they've just, you know, kicked the snot out of, you know, 25,000 people and they're sweaty and they're hurt and all of that stuff. Like, that's always oh. my that's always my favorite moment. I like moment. the group huddle with all the dancers just before See, they, that bothers they, me. They put the hand oh, in, they're yeah, like, three, two, me. one, showtime. Yeah, nobody, because uh-huh. nobody does that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Tasha Adams, Bachelorette, on uh, Alan Today. Uh, if you remember, she was making iced coffee, her signature iced coffee, as they called it. Yeah. Uh, last Which nobody week, last ever week, heard of last until week. she started well, mentioning it. Listen, man. Uh, and she posted a photo of herself, and on her hand, on her ring finger, she had what looked like to be a giant diamond. And now that giant diamond in pictures is sort of nowhere to be seen. Uh, so this was a conversation that happened when they taped this for Alan, which you can see today. So next week is the hometown date, but obviously you can't go because of COVID. So what's going to happen? They're going to come to you? Yeah, surprise, surprise. The families will be coming to me. Also, just real quick, you're not going to say it, but you posted a picture and there's a, 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 a ring on your finger. It looks like an engagement ring. Do you want to address that? 
All I have to say is I'm just a girl. Yeah, I see you pointing at what you're looking at. But, well, if I want to drink my coffee with some diamonds on my finger, I'm going to do that. Okay, guys? Uh-huh. That's not a good answer. It's a horrible answer. I promise. A, I think you wear diamonds all the time. Yeah, right. On that finger. <laughs> it's true. Um, so, so you're happy with the way it ended, right? Yeah, I'm really happy. I'm a happy girl, and I'm really blessed. So. Good. Yeah. All right, well... Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these talk shows, even like the late night stuff. Yeah. It's so weird, like with no audience and the, when the hosts are trying to make jokes and stuff. Oh, my God. But did you see Mariah the other night on? Who was she talking to? Kimmel or Fallon? Fallon? So normally with these Zoom interviews, everybody's just like sitting in their living rooms and they look like hell and the yeah. audio's bad. Oh, my God. Everything's when, so glitchy. When Mariah showed up, it was like Mariah had the best lighting. Of course she did. And the best did. cameras. And yes. the best ever. Like it was, it's like she. She was probably broadcasting an it 8K. Was, it was a bigger, it was a bigger production than what the late night show had. It was so, because there's no way, there's no way Mariah's going to be sitting there doing a no. Zoom interview. Absolutely like not. No, there's no, no chance. Yeah, full production setup. Are you kidding, oh. me? kidding me? She has, it's known she has like a full setup. I've known and her, Christopher I know. Christopher Buckle, her makeup guy, goes to her house. I know. Don't you remember that time when I had to go and interview Mariah and I had to stand there in the same spot for an hour with my legs spread while they lit? <laughs> you, what, your like legs? Your legs lit? No. So what happened was is she, was wearing, she was wearing a dress and so oh. she was not sitting for interviews because it was going to wrinkle the dress. Okay. So you had to stand for interviews. And so they bring you in the room and they tell you where to stand. Yeah. And so her main key light is right behind me. Okay. Okay, behind me. And because I'm so tall that they didn't want to move the lights because it would have screwed up all the other shots that they were going to have to do. So they said to me, they go, can you just like bend over a little bit? And I'm like, bend over? <laughs> like, what's that going to look like? And they go, well, maybe just spread your legs a little bit. And like, I go, to do your to the, to the so sides. That, yeah. So that you appear yeah. shorter? Yeah. And then I go, okay, how's this? And they go, a little bit wider. And I go, how's this? And they go, a little bit wider. And I go, how's this? And my legs at this point, I'm doing the splits. Like my legs are as far as like I Van can Damme on the chairs. as I can possibly <laughs> spread my legs. Right? Yeah. And then they go, okay, good. Now don't move. And then I stand like that for 20 minutes. Oh my God. At that point, why didn't you just sit in front of her? There's Couldn't no because everything's set up. Was Mariah I in can't the room? Sit. No, no, Mariah would come. No, she wasn't going to stand in there. No, no, so no. So why no, did no. they just put markers, like put pieces of tape, two pieces of tape where your feet are, uh -huh. right? So then you can relax your legs, go yes. walk out, go grab a water, coffee, whatever, yeah. and then come back, spread your legs again. No, I think because no, because, because this is what this is what happens when you're going to interview Mariah is you're standing there and they go, okay, she's going to be right in. Oh, and then I go. <sighs> And they go, no, 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 she's going to be, she's going to be right in. She's going to be right in. And then 25, 35, 45, an hour and a half later, Mariah walks in and she's like, who are you calling a diva? <laughs> and then you stand there like a fool doing the splits. And then how, long, how many minutes did you have to talk to her? Like 20. So you're standing there for two plus hours yeah. with your legs spread like that. This is after she was 24 hours late. Oh my God. <laughs> Mariah, but it's Mariah. What are you gonna say? Nothing. I stood you, there with the Don't splits. complain. You got twenty minutes for free. I had to pay yeah. four thousand for thirty seconds. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's co-screenwriter Mark L. Smith. Remember that there was a story 
a while ago that Tarantino wanted to write an R-rated Star Trek? <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Thank you. So do I. So as far as we knew, the last anybody had talked about it was Mark Smith this time last year, last December. And he said that he was thinking of walking away from it at that time saying, I might be steering away from it, but we'll see. I haven't completely decided or talked to anyone involved. Nothing is official. Then he just does an interview with SFX magazine where he says this, I wrote a Star Trek with Tarantino. Oh, wow. And that was sci-fi script of which I could really have fun with and lean into some bigger, broader things. Wow. He goes on to say, Kirk is always just so fun. Tarantino Tarantino and I had so much fun with him because Kirk is William Shatner, you know, because you watch Chris Pine and yes, he's playing Kirk, but he's also playing William Shatner. Yeah. So they wrote a Star Trek movie. Huh? Also that name, Mark Smith. Yeah. Like sounds like a generic. Mark made up L. Name. Smith. Mark oh, okay. L. You have to do that in Hollywood. Otherwise you, you can't get into yeah. the, that the just guild. That sounds too basic. Yeah, I know. Fake. I know. What's your name? Oh, it's Mark Smith. I don't even think you can get a passport with that name. <laughs> Without them doing a background check. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking into you. Uh, Mike, the situation is apparently lagging way behind on his community service requirements after being released really? from uh, from jail after his... Big Daddy uh, Sitch got himself into a situation? Okay, so here's the thing. According to documents obtained by TMZ, yeah. Mike, the situation has only completed... 18 of the 500 hours of community service that he was ordered to complete as part of his tax evasion sentence. Not In the good. documents, his probation officer says she's continually talking to Mike about where to volunteer in his community, like at Toys for Tots or at his church or at several food banks. But so far, he's only done 18 hours. Oh, no. So and I saw on Twitter yesterday, he announced that he he's and having his a kid, yeah. wife, Lauren, are expecting a boy. It's going to be very busy. Very busy, but uh, she told the judge and the judge issued a warning. Oh, no. So if the sitch doesn't start doing his community service, that's bad. It's not looking good for him. Oh, no. Maybe he wants to go back to the joint. You watch that show. I don't watch that show. Is there a chance he I wants know. to go back to the joint? No, no definitely no? not. Okay. Definitely not. I don't know. Some people do. Some people do everything they can. Uh, they say that people with significant allergic reactions are urged not to take the COVID vaccine. Listen to this story. Oh, wow. People with a history of, and they stress, significant allergic reactions have been warned not to currently receive the Pfizer COVID vaccine after two people who had the vaccine yesterday had allergic reactions. The two um, health uh, staff members who received the vaccine on the first day suffered an allergic reaction. Now, it's understood that both of the staff members had, again, significant history of allergic reactions to the extent where they they always need to carry an adrenaline auto injector with them. Oh, so wow. They okay, said that so they on that level. Yeah, they said that they developed mm -hmm. symptoms of anaphylactoid reaction shortly after receiving the vaccine, and both have recovered um, and are getting the appropriate treatment. So you're going to see a lot of stories about allergic reactions to the vaccine. You had, the wording matters. Words matter. Yeah. And these are people who are prone to having significant allergic reactions. Hey, 21 Pilots just released a Christmas song. It's called Christmas Saves the Year. Because everybody wants to make it home this year. Even if the world is crumbling down. Yo, man, I dig this. everybody's got Christmas saves the year. It's pretty, right? 
right? Does it sound like it sounds like something. Yeah, what does it sound like? What? It's so good. Yeah, it's great. Sounds uh, like something else I know. Uh, dropping in the new year on January fifth on Netflix Ooh, is okay. a show hosted by Nicolas Cage. Okay. Featuring, sorry, it's going to be produced by Will Ferrell's Funny or Die. Okay. Uh, featuring a lot of sort of comics and culture experts and historians. And the Nicolas Cage show is the history of swear words. Oh, I'm into it. Okay. It's a six part series and each episode is dedicated to one of the big bads. Yeah. And they go, they talk about the sort of origins behind it, the cultural impact behind it. Um, all the different versions six? of it. There's six. It's a six part series. Okay, hold on. So just say the letters. So F. Yeah, of course. S. Sure. I can't even say the letter because it's just so. <laughs> okay. But okay. So mouth it to me. Yeah, that's one of them. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play this clip. Play this. I'm not going to say which letter it is, but uh-huh. you play this clip, and then you try and figure out which one they're going to go deep diving into. It is a thing of great wonder and mystery, quivering with complexity, strength, and resilience. However, also buried within a delicate femininity, and dare I even say, naughtiness. Look one way and you see a gentle feline innocence. Look another way and, oh my. Yes, it has the power to stir our souls and intoxicate our minds. Men have died for it. Women have moved in with each other way too soon for it. And to fully (laughs) capture its essence, we must plunge, unafraid, deep within its enchanted garden. Oh my friends, we are so close now. Feast your eyes upon the very house of life and death, the temple of sensuality. And a term for that kid too afraid to play dodgeball in gym class. No! Behold! It also could be a cat. Yeah, like halfway through I knew. Right. I Nicolas knew. Cage is perfect. So is he hosting all he's the hosting, episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his, uh, he's hosting all episodes. Amazing. So six episodes drop January 5th. Uh, Tiffany Haddish apparently turned down an offer to host the Grammys pre-telecast ceremony um, because they wanted her to do it for free and pay her own expenses. Huh? Yeah. What do you mean? So in a recent interview with Variety, she said that she got the offer to host the 2021 Grammys premiere ceremony, but turned it down on a matter of principle. According to Tiffany Haddish, not only was she expected to work without compensation, she was also expected to cover her own hair, makeup, and wardrobe. She says this, all of that would have come out of my pocket. Uh, I don't know if this might mean that I don't get an ever uh, nominated ever again, but I think it's disrespectful. I was like, the exposure is amazing, but I think I have enough. I appreciate you guys asking because she was nominated in 2019 for best uh, spoken word for her book, The Last Black Unicorn, and then nominated again this year in 2021 for her comedy album, Black Mitzvah. She goes on to say, as much as I appreciate the honor, 
honor of being nominated. That is not okay. But according to her also, this is something that needs to be addressed, she says. How many other people have they done that to? It's like a guy asking you on a date, but telling you that you got to pay for it. Now, a rep for the Academy told Variety that the premiere ceremony is not part of the official telecast ceremony and is hosted by the Academy. The Academy, they say, is a not-for-profit organization. And as a result, they say hosts, performers, and presenters at the event are traditionally unpaid. In addition, they went on to say that uh, Tiffany turning this down will have no future bearing on future award nominations so, for not paid for that particular part of <clears throat> Academy weekend or like, are they talking in general for everything for this particular? Tel- like do for, for, any of the other hosts or acts like do, or uh, I don't, people I don't who think are hosting the, I don't, I don't, No, I don't think perform. I don't think people who are nominated who perform do. But I think, paid, right? I think if you host the Grammys, if you, you, get if you host, you get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Or okay. you at least get your expenses paid. Right. Cause you know, like with the Super Bowl, right? Like the, the performers don't get paid to do the Super Bowl. Like, Beyonce wasn't saying, if you want me to show up at the Super Bowl, it's going to be $2 million, right? Yeah. But they don't have to They don't have to pay for their own crew. Right. But, you know, that's all budgeted from the so, like, can't, Super Bowl. Can't the same thing happen in like a case like this? No, because they say it's a not. That's the whole thing with the Grammys is that the Academy is that it's a not-for-profit organization, quote, mm. unquote, unquote, unquote. Right. So, so they're asking you to do all this work for free. Yes. So they want you to do the the, the pre-telecast for free. Anyway, mm-hmm. good on Tiffany Haddish. I respect that. Uh, the 100 most powerful women in the world. This is according to Forbes. So Forbes, okay. of course, they have a different metric for what they consider to be powerful. Yeah. Right. Who do you think tops the list? Powerful? Powerful. Is it a politician, maybe? Because... Uh, Yes, the, yes. Number number one is a politician. Number one is Angela Merkel from... I was just uh, yeah. going to say her name. Yes. Because she tops that list, or a lot of those lists... Yes. ...almost every single year. Yes. So Kamala Harris is number three. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi is number seven. Oprah Winfrey, number 20. Wow. Queen Elizabeth is at number 46. All the way down there, huh? Yeah. So three stars, four stars that you will definitely know. Taylor Swift, Rihanna, Beyonce, and Reese Witherspoon. Rank, okay. rank them. Where do they fall on the Forbes the list of the, of the most powerful women? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Rihanna, and Beyonce. So it'll go uh, Beyonce, Taylor, Rihanna. Uh, yeah, Beyonce, Taylor, Rihanna, Reese. So Beyonce at the top? Yes. And then So you have Beyonce at the top, then, then Taylor, Taylor Swift, yeah. then Rihanna, then Reese Witherspoon. Incorrect. Rihanna is above Beyonce. Beyonce is above Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is just above Reese Witherspoon. Rihanna's above Beyonce. Yeah, she got an empire, man. I guess they all like the Fenty. It's, it's Forbes, right? It's she's Forbes. making all that money off the beauty products. They like the they like the empire. They like the I do nine different things and have revenue coming in from all wow. over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know Beyonce does too. She's got the lot, the no, clothing sure. line, everything else. But I think that they're really blown away with what Rihanna has done, and I think that they're blown away by her commitment to it. Yeah, because that is huge. Well, that's all she does. That's now. all she does now. Wow, damn. Roz and Mocha Q and A. All right, Chris in BC is going to kick things off for us on Ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, how are you, Chris? I'm not bad. How about you guys? Good, buddy. Uh, what is your question? Okay, forgive me if this has been already asked before, but what do you guys do during the music and commercial breaks? Because in my head, 
Maury is creeping guy, hot guys on Instagram or adding boogers to his collection under his desk. Uh-huh, correct, yeah. <laughs> Roz is either checking himself out in, in a mirror or the the picture on his desk. Yeah, and, correct, yeah. And Mocha is watching wrestling videos on YouTube and calling people jabroni. Yeah, well, yeah. correct. Bang on. Thanks, man. Pretty <laughs> 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 much a combination of all that stuff. Yeah, no, I, I'll say I'll say this. We used to have a whole lot more time to do sort of stuff like that um, during the show when the music is on. But lately, and especially over the, the, the last year, the sort of bigger this show gets and the more we put into the podcast and the more we put into all the other cities across the country uh, that this show is on, there's literally no time to do anything. It yeah. is like we're working just as hard when the music is off um, that we are when we're when we're on the radio. And it's really, it's incredible. It's, it's, we are maxed out with time. We were talking about this the other day, how we have no minutes left. There's not one minute between 6 a.m. or I guess whatever time Mocha gets in here. I don't even know what time you get in in the morning. Between 4 and 4.30. Between 4 and 4.30. There is no minutes between 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. There's no, wow. there's no minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. There's always something going on. So when we're uh, on the radio and you hear music or commercials, just know that behind the scenes... All four of us that are in this room are like hard at work doing stuff. But Maury is still, yes, adding to his I, booger collection and creeping hot guys on Instagram. I hardly still find time to, you know, make of sure I'm up to date. Of course you do. Of course. <laughs> up to date. <laughs> Who are you creeping like right before we started oh, talking to Chris? Shout out to Hot George. He went for a run this morning. Who's Hot George again? Oh, from the gym. Oh, right. Does yeah. he know that you still... <laughs> Like creep him? Well, I click like, so he's, oh, okay. he knows. Yeah, obviously. But, but you check, you check like all the time, every day, multiple times a day. No, I don't. It's not like I go to his thing. Like if I'm scrolling, like he'll post on his story. Like you know. Like if you forget, like here's my question: If you forget a couple of days to look and see what Hot George is up to, and when you first click on his page and you realize, oh my god, he's got like four updates and like, like and like six stories. Do you like make time for it? Like do you do you like I don't have enough time to sort of sit and consume this now. I'm gonna just wait a couple of minutes when I got a little bit of a breather. I'm just gonna sit yeah. and really take because my time it's not for this. Just looking at the pictures, you need to sort of zoom in. Zoom in. What? <laughs> well, if he's far away, I like I, you got to zoom in to the abs. Jeez, you know what I have done? I will admit this on wow. Instagram, but I didn't do it because uh, for any sort of perverted reasons. Neither uh, have I. Uh, okay. No, because I I got a uh, I got a weird message from somebody, uh-huh. and I couldn't tell. You know when their little like your little icon picture on Instagram is yeah. very difficult to sometimes tell what that is. I'm like, is that somebody's ass? And then you become friends with them and you're like, oh my God, it's a van. Yeah. Right? You know, you know what I mean? Like it's very, it's very difficult to tell. So my trick on Instagram is this is that if somebody has a private account, because this person wrote me something uh-huh. and they had a private account. So I couldn't see their pictures, but I could see their tiny little picture in the corner of the screen. Okay. And so what I do and what you can do is if you because you can't click on that to make it bigger if you're not no. if you're not friends. So the trick is take a screenshot of your phone. Oh, and then zoom in on the photo. And then zoom in on the photo because you can really zoom in on the photo after you take uh, a screenshot. So you're putting forth more effort than I do. Yeah, but I had, uh, but I wasn't doing it because I thought they were hot. I was doing it because I was concerned. Oh, you were hoping it was an ass, not a van. No, I was doing it because I'm just. I gave ass and van as an example of other times I've done this. <laughs> but, this, but, this but this one, but this one particular time was because I was concerned. Uh, but there's there's that trick you can do. But other than that, I don't really creep a lot of people. I don't look at people's stuff. Yeah. Like, 
Like I don't look at stories when I'm on social media. I never do. I never click on somebody's story. Accidentally, You're missing I do. Out on a lot. Then. Am I? I hear that. Because I hear stories are really great. How do you know? Like, there's. It's not just people. Like, it's not just you know, influencer, like if they're cooking something or they happen to, it's cool stuff that they post on. Yeah, they post pictures of their abs. Yeah, no, see, to me, that's inst- where you put the ab pictures. Is it, is that, is all, or is that where all the abs went? Is they because all went to stories? Because in 24 hours, you don't have to worry about it. Really, huh? Jeez. See, I don't like that. <laughs> Does that answer your question, Chris? Uh, it doesn't. When Maury says uh, it's not for perverted reasons, you got to hit him with the no-no cat. <laughs> <laughs> much love to you, Chris. Thanks so much. All right. Take care, guys. All right, Later, dude. Uh, Chrissy wants to know if Catherine, your girlfriend, Roz, yes. and Jenna, my wife, if they drink. Oh. Uh, the answer is yes. Oof, very I've rarely. I've never seen Catherine drink. Very, very, very rarely. Yeah, right? Uh, I'll say over the course of, like, the summer Catherine will make a couple margaritas. Uh-huh. She's really good at making margaritas. Um, and during the year, like every now and then, she'll go into the fridge and grab a can of cider and pour herself a tiny little glass and then Aww. just leave the rest of the can Is in front of me. Is she about the calories? Or she no, she like just, it? no, it's just not for her. It's mm. just, it's just not, and it never has been for her. Like I've never known Catherine to, Catherine to be a drinker. She, she used to drink sake all the time. Oh yeah. Uh, when I, when oh, I first wow. met her, she really enjoyed sake. Um, but yeah, no, she, she likes a margarita. We went to Mexico. Don't get me wrong. Like we were both getting lit at lunch and Roxy was just unbelievably entertained by when her mom gets drunk. <laughs> Like, she'd just never seen it before, right? Because Catherine just gets red in the face and hysterical. Yeah. Like, she just can't stop laughing. And she's walking around with, like, a tiny little sombrero on her head that she found Aww. in a store. Like that. But no, she doesn't. I would say, I would say, if somebody asked me, does Catherine drink? I would say no. Oh. Jenna drinks. Yeah. Not, like, crazy, but glass of wine every now and then. Yeah. I will say, for the two of us, since the pandemic started, we both started drinking a lot more. Yes, yes. Like, in the evening. Right after Cruz goes to sleep and we're watching TV or whatever, pour a mm-hmm. glass of wine, two glasses of wine. But it was becoming like an every night thing. Mm-hmm. And a few months in, I noticed like the amount of bottles we were putting into the recycling bin. My man. So then we scaled back. Oh. We we're like, ah, oh, it's getting a little <laughs> too much. So we both scaled back. Like I don't you drink did, huh? now during the week. I don't yeah. have a drop of alcohol. Really? I only drink wow. on Fridays and Saturdays. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Not at all. And Jenna, even still now, like she does not have anything during the week. Yeah. And sometimes she won't even drink on the weekends. Like if I make myself like a vodka soda or whatever and I ask yeah. her if she wants a glass of wine, yeah. she'll be like, no, I'm good. Wow. That's yeah. incredible to me. Yeah. No. Uh, Matt, and Matthew's rules on drinking are. Well, um, every hey, other you're not allowed. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> during the pandemic, every other Friday, we split a can of cider together. Every other Friday, they wow. split a can of cider together. I bought together. four cans of his favorite cider and it's. There's still two cans left, and I bought it two months ago. Wow. Oh, my God. Catherine, Catherine um, tried a, a new solder. She was, I don't even know where she where she was or what she was doing, but she had a, I think it's a blood orange cider, maybe. Does that sound right Yeah, to that's you? a new one that's out by... Um, Is it Thornbury, Thornbury or some, something like that? Oh, okay. Yeah, she, that she, she tried that and said it, was, it? Yeah, she said it was really great. Wow. I, haven't, I haven't had it because I'm just like a purist, uh, but she tried it and said it was really great. Uh, Jennifer asks, if you could only choose between having coffee or alcohol for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Alcohol. Coffee. Alcohol. Coffee? <laughs> <laughs> no. 100%, 100% no. Oh. Jamie says here, what's one thing you waited and wanted for uh, a really long time, but once you had it, realize it wasn't worth the wait? Okay, Maureen's going to say husband, so we can move on from there. <laughs> 
Um. <laughs> okay, Roz? Oh, God. What was the question again? I was too busy coming up with a joke. Uh, what's the one thing you waited and wanted uh, a really long time, yeah. or you wanted a long time to buy, but once you had it, realized it wasn't worth the wait? Interesting question. Oh, it was an herb um, thing that I bought where you plant these little pods and the light over top of it, you you grow like basil and stuff like that. Like, oh, a, like a hydroponic light? Thank you. Yeah. My sister-in-law has one of those. Oh, Loves it. Uses it I, all the time. I did it one summer. It was cool, but it's it's just a lot of work for very little basil. So are you talking, so so the light or the like the, the, the growing? The whole setup, the whole thing. Oh, oh, you bought like a whole hydroponic kit. The whole kit. hydroponic thing. Did you I not gotcha, do it right? Because gotcha. the one oh, no, that my was, sister-in-law has... Everything she grows, it's in Huge. like crazy abundance, and she uses it for all her cooking. Really, huh? Yeah. For once, no, it no, was no. great. It was just there was a lot, like there was just a ton of basil everywhere. But it's just yeah. we didn't use a lot of the basil, so half of it just was thrown out. Oh, see, that's unfortunate. You can freeze though. It, it's too late. I threw out the whole thing. Oh wow! The entire thing? How much did you pay? It was like two hundred dollars. Jeez, I'm trying to think if that because I know I have a lot of stuff like that in my. I just don't like. I don't piss my money away like Maury does, right? Like I don't. I don't buy things that I don't like. I have not researched like perfectly, and so I'm trying to think of what there what there could be. Um, Like recently, I mean, my God, like I with me in clothes, it's almost impossible. Like I'm not one of these people. Like I can't order clothes on the internet. And Catherine always gets mad at me because if I say if I find a shirt or like a jean jacket or whatever it is online, instead of ordering one in a size that I think I might fit and then trying it on and if it doesn't fit, then sending it back and ordering another one, um, what I will do is I will just order three in different sizes. And then what happens to the ones that- That's not pissing your money away? Don't fit. You just send them back. They No, they don't get worn. And Wait, I, what? I, I tell her I'm going to send it back, but I never do, to be honest with you. So in your closet right now at home, <laughs> yeah. you have certain articles of clothing where there are three. Yes. One uh, I, out of the three fit. The other two are just there. Correct. I've also, I've donated clothes before where I've donated um, a two different versions of like one of my favorite t-shirts just in two sizes that don't fit me. And yeah. I would assume that those shirts, because you don't buy cheap things, are probably awfully expensive. No, 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 no. I don't. No, no, no. It's the, actually the exact opposite. If I shop online, I buy like cheap. Like, oh, so it's not really, like a Jay Lindbergh t-shirt. No, no, no. If I go to a place, like I have like this t-shirt that I'm wearing right now, and I don't mean to flex at all, yeah. right? But it's a very regular looking t-shirt, right? This t-shirt is probably about $250. Okay. I have the same one from American Eagle. No, this isn't American Eagle. Eagle. No, I have one yeah. that looks like that from yeah, American yeah, Eagle, yeah. 20 to 20 bucks. Yeah, but, but so if I really want stuff that fit, I have to go to a store to do it. Yeah. And there's only certain brands that will that will fit but if i'm ordering online i am ordering like i order t-shirts on amazon Catherine's like nobody buys clothes on amazon i'm like i buy clothes on amazon what's the quality like terrible terrible but (laughs) but sometimes i i will take fit over quality Uh because it's very difficult for me to find a t-shirt that's long enough so anytime i find like a t-shirt that's sort of long where it looks the proportions on me like it's supposed to on somebody who's regular size Mm -hmm. i just buy them all up i just i i load up on them and then i wear them until they're destroyed and then i go to the pack in the closet and i just open up more really yeah yeah i uh recently i bought on amazon because of like into photography, videography, and stuff, right? Yeah. So I was researching, um, like, lighting setups. And on Amazon, I found a brand name Newer. You probably sure, heard yeah, of it. They yeah. make, like, a ton of stuff. 
and they had this set, this lighting set, and it was like three lights, and it came with like stands and everything, yeah, right? It good, was like a hundred and something bucks. That's an was incredible like, deal. And the reviews for it were amazing. That's an incredible deal. And I was like, oh my God, I could totally use this. Yeah. So I bought it. And I set up literally one light, yeah. and it was huge. <laughs> and now I have these other two. I'm like, I have no space. Oh, I have no. no room for any of this stuff. But don't you just keep them in their cases until you need them? I can, but it's too much light for what I would need it for gotcha. right now. Like gotcha, I would never gotcha, gotcha. need the amount. What is it like big side. soft boxes on them and yes, stuff like that? Huge, like huge. umbrellas. Oh wow, massive. Yeah, 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 I yeah. just I don't have the room. Yeah. Right? That's a problem. So that was... So now what do you do with them? I, <sighs> he sets it up and takes pictures of you and your five different shirts. You should give yeah. one of those lights to Maury because Maury's light in his apartment is terrible. Oh, every no. picture he takes, you, you guys so look like you, you look like you have jaundice. I don't understand that. <laughs> like every single, every single picture, man. You but guys I, look so I'm in yellow. The room and it looks fine. Why does it come out wrong? Bo- both of you, every your pictures are so yellow, okay? You and Matthew, every single picture you take in that condo looks like you're both on your way to dialysis. <laughs> and you're possibly taking what could be the last couple's picture of the two of you in the condo. Like well, everything phone are you is using? so you're yellow. Using your phone, right? No, it doesn't matter whose phone you use. Uh, There's just something. Can with I the tell price. you what it is? I know exactly what it is. Because mm-hmm. in your house, right? What do you have? Pot lights in your place? What do you have? Uh, no, no. no. What, what, what's the light in your, what's the light in your apartment? It depends on the room. They're all different. No, but like, is it ceiling lights? Is it pot lights? What is ceiling it? Ceiling lights. Ceiling lights. Like, just like light and in fixtures? in the kitchen, they're like the, like LED Edison bulbs. Right. Okay. So those are probably, um, what they call sort of warmer bulbs, right? Yes. So it kind of like makes the, see... All of our bulbs in my house, because Catherine's a photographer, yeah. every bulb we have is cold. Mm. Right, it's outdoor light. It's that it's the the same sort of light that you would shoot with outside. So all our whites in my house are very white when you look at them. Where if you go downstairs into the hallway, we still have old halogen bulbs in there, mm. and they're warm, and the walls look yellow, and you really, really notice it when all the bulbs are the same. Everything sort of looks white, but when you have daylight sort of cool bulbs in one part of your house and then warm bulbs in the other. When I walk into the place with warm bulbs, I'm like, ugh, everything is yellow. Like it looks like everything is just stained. And then I feel refreshed when I walk into the other part. I would change all your bulbs. Those were expensive. Yeah. Well, there you go. You should see my, my brother is one of those light bulbs uh-huh. that, you know, that's like a $400 light bulb that he controls on his phone and it lasts forever. The oh. Philips one? The yeah. 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 He, has, he has one of those things. Yeah. But the problem is, is that you walk into his place and I go to turn the light on and he. No! You mess up my settings. You mess up his settings because everything's on the phone. DJ Climax is the same. He has like hundreds of these hue bulbs and you can't touch any of them. No, you can't do anything, right? Does he control them all on his phone? Yeah, he's like, oh, look, I can do purple. I can do pink. It's crazy. I can do yellow like your place? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Alan has a uh, teeth brushing question for us. Okay. Asking about routine for brushing teeth. Once a day. Uh, do you, no, I know, oh. <laughs> and I know we've we've answered like a part of this multiple times, but I'll just read the whole thing. Okay. Uh, do you wet your brush first? Mm. How much toothpaste do you use? Mm-hmm. Do you do you brush your molars first or the front teeth, aka showing the teeth? Do you floss before or after? And do you foam at the mouth while brushing, or keep everything tidy inside of your mouth? Wow, that's a lot of teeth so, brushing questions. I wet my toothbrush first. Same. And when I apply toothpaste, I actually squeeze the toothpaste down into the bristles. I don't. I squeeze the toothpaste so it just coats the top, and yeah. then I wet the toothpaste again. Yeah, and then I wet it again. Yeah. And then I start um, back, bottom, left. 
is where I always start. Back, bottom, left, mouth open. Uh-huh. Back, bottom, right, mouth closed. Right, 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 right. Mouth closed. Left, 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 left. And then front, front, front. Then inside Z, outside Z's. Okay. So do you have I one of those do. electric toothbrushes? I do. You do. Catherine has one of those too, and I she keeps trying to get me to use it. I just started using one. Last you don't like week. it? Nah. No, hers and hers is hers is cheeky too. Like if she doesn't brush long enough, she turns it off, and there's a frowny face that comes on this oh, little really? this little screen. <laughs> yeah, it's like disapp- she's like my toothbrush is disappointed in me again. I didn't brush long enough. No, I have the one, uh, and it like goes through the motions, like it's on a timer. Yeah. I don't know what the timer is. I, it's I like two minutes. It shuts off. Yeah, but it's I like do two minutes. Front, and then I do uh, mouth closed, right side, mouth closed, left side, yeah. because it buzzes. It makes like um, uh, it vibrates when you're supposed to switch. Like positions. Really? Yeah. So I do the front, then uh, mouth closed, right, mouth closed, left, and then I do, and then when it vibrates again. <laughs> Don't you have one of those things at home, Maury, that I buzzes when you're teeth? supposed to switch positions? <laughs> <laughs> and then you do, and then you do bottom? Then I do bottom teeth, then I do top teeth, and then. And then you're done, yeah, huh? Wow. Finish. Interesting. But my, because it's the electric toothbrush, I'm not using like a ton of toothpaste it doesn't no, like no it's give tiny you, it's a little round thing, yeah it doesn't huh? give you like a, a lot of uh, a lot of bubbles or foam yeah interesting so pretty clean damn worry i do normal toothbrush first wet it toothpaste on top i start right over here back a back right right yeah and then i switch to the electric one to sort of finish things off really you got i think i have a cavity a, down here you got a two brush system well because i'm trying to figure out why this tooth is in a lot Excuse of pain me. you got a two brush system yeah that's incredible yeah. i've never mm. heard of such a thing you guys floss me yeah <laughs> when uh, i'll be sitting yeah. on the couch and Catherine throws me one of those little flosser things yeah i do it when i'm watching tv oh uh, it's not part of my i routine. don't oh. i should but i don't no. because um because it bleeds, yeah, and I hate that. And I'm yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. I'll just wait till I go to the dentist. Yeah. Let them do it. But yeah. I haven't gone to the dentist this year at all. No. Yeah. No, no, no I haven't no. gone either. No. Me yeah. Either. They sent me an, uh, like an email saying, you know that we're we're open, and I'm that's good. And for you, you send them one back. Yeah. You know that there's COVID. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon says here, uh, Roz has always talked about how he wants to be a carpenter. Has he actually done any woodworking for uh, as a hobby? Mm, yes, I have actually. Um, yes, I mean that's just the the answer. I've. Uh, um, trimmed the side of the house, the, my old garage. I trimmed the side of it with cedar. Um, I have built like many of like wood racks and clothing closets for Roxy's American doll when she was into those things. Um, I, I built our deck in the backyard. Nice. Um, but as far as like, like ornate things, I, I like, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not a furniture maker. I'm yeah. more of, uh, like carpentry for me is when I say it, it's more of like finishing. It's more of, you know, looking in a room and, you know, f- finishes are what I love. It's like mm. framing. It's like trim. It's all that. It's all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, the actual process of doing it, I enjoy what I like more is the design part of it well, you nice. that's me, what you i make me a rocking chair no no i made i made two um adirondack chairs they call them muskoka chairs i guess but i made two adirondack chairs that i keep at the cottage and they're great and they've been there for five years and are still great and every year i sand them down and repaint them yeah, and, yeah. oh man yeah so I've, i made i made two of those and because i wanted this sort of modern look of that you know what i mean by adirondack muskoka chair yeah. right those like those are the ones that are painted red that you see down by the cottage waterfront. chairs cottage yeah. chairs right but i wanted a modern one so i wanted the back flat and then flat across the top i didn't want like a big roundy right, yeah. thing and so i found a plan online and i went and just bought all the wood and made two nice and um they're awesome yeah like they're great yeah i bought a miter saw over the summertime yeah and it's funny that 
Sharon's asking about woodworking because and carpentry because um, in the past like month and a bit, I've been looking up YouTube videos on yeah. like just basic stuff because that's kind of like the next thing that I wanna I wanna get into. I want to do yeah. uh, some shelving in the garage, yeah, which is super basic. I can do that, bang that out in a weekend. But something else I want to do because Cruz is of the age now; he's three, three and a half. That uh, once the weather gets better, I'd like to build like um, like a vegetable box. Yeah. That we can do outside and have him plant some seeds and like yeah. start getting him into some of that stuff. That stuff's easy. And what I would say, um, my only my advice to to that is right is the great thing with building like a, a raised sort of vegetable box, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is you can buy like you can buy your length so you don't even have to cut. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, ah, let's make it six feet, you can just go buy six foot slices. Yeah. And that way you're only cutting your posts. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. So and and because if you're using and also if you're using pressure treat. Um, because when you cut a piece of pressure treated, that cut end is white. It doesn't have the the sort of brown seal on it. Yeah. So you have to position everything in a way where you're not looking at those sort of white ends. But what you can do is when you go and buy your pressure treated, buy a little can. They sell that stain in a little tiny can and just buy it. You just stick it on with a bra- with, okay, a, with, yeah, a, with yeah. a sponge on the end. And then that way your piece of pressure treated doesn't have like a big, ugly white end on oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah, you, can, you just do it up that good way. Know, but no, those know. things are great. I would 100% say you get out there and build that, uh, like a vegetable garden or like an herb garden yeah. or something I like that. I want to start building stuff 100%, now. absolutely, yeah. Tom says here, you turn into a doctor tomorrow. And you are the best in your field. What field would it be and why? Also, you can't change professions for the rest of your life. So you are this doctor for the rest of your working days. Okay, so hold on here. Are we talking medical doctor or any doctor? Well, isn't there only just one kind said, of doctor? No. No? Just said doctor. Yeah, just said doctor. So do we want to put parameters and say... It has to be medical doctor. has to be medical or right. are you just doctor in general? Right. Okay. Meaning I can't go and like work on, you know, bombs. No. Okay. Because I'm like a massive physicist, Dr. No. Roz Weston, world-renowned sort of physicist kind of thing, right? Yeah. No, medical doctor. So which field of medicine... Ugh, gross. I've never wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> okay, next question. I've never wanted to be a doctor. Have you ever nah, wanted to be a doctor? Nah. I don't want to touch other people. Yeah, no, it's not for me. No. You got to. My mind, like when I read doctor, of course, you think medical. My mind immediately went to because uh, you're the best in your field and what field would it be and why? And my mind automatically goes towards, you know, helping like kids. You know what I mean? Too sad, man. But it is too sad. Too sad. Right? Because then this is something that you have to do for the rest of your life, Mm-mm. the rest of your working days, right? No way. I couldn't something do to it. help kids. Something couldn't. to help, like, I don't know, like no. find a cure for cancer that so the kids don't have to deal with that. No, I can't. I, I don't have that in me. And it's not that I, because I don't care. It's too sad. The people yeah. that the people that can do that are, they're just, they're different kinds of humans than I am. So I'm, then doctor of science? How about doctor of science? Well, but that's not a medical doctor, though, right? Like, well, you want to pick. That's like, what I'm saying. What if about a dentist? What about a dentist? I can be a dentist. No, absolutely not. Dentist? No. What about a definitely, definitely not a foot doctor? No, chiro- <laughs> chiropractors aren't real doctors there, either. Uh, like um, the brain, oh, the brain one. <laughs> brain. You want to be a brain? You want to be a neuro? First of all, more the the idea that you want to be a neurosurgeon <laughs> is incredible to me. You would you would still be in school. <laughs> you're, you're forty. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no foot doctor. I don't want to be a foot doctor. I don't want to be... Is oh, there a butt know, doctor? Yeah, there is. you could be a cosmetic surgeon. What about that? What about you just make people like big boobs and uh, for a living and give somebody a smaller nose or pin their in, ears back in, or... Inject their lips and stuff? Inject their lips and stuff like that. Like a totally, uh, totally vain I'm to close my eyes though while giving the needle. Well, well, well you can't, well, man. Yeah, you I can't know, do but that. I can't watch that go in. Well, let's just say you could. Oh, yeah. Well, pick, okay. pick a pick a lane, right? Like, let's just yeah, say yeah. you could. Let's say nothing grosses you out. The yeah. emotional part of the job is still there, but you don't get grossed out by things. Yeah, I'd still go with the brain. Yeah, really, huh? Mm. Interesting. No, I can't. No. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I can't. No, I can't I know. think of anything. No, what I know. Like a psychiatrist or ecologist. But yeah. Sure. No, I am. Because you just have to sit there and listen to people's problems, and Ugh. we always have to just be like, who "What would you do? do? Who wants to do that? Who wants to no, sit and then... listen to people's problems?" <laughs> <laughs> but then you have to be able to give out advice too, right? Boy. No, all you do is, "What would you do?" Oh, well, so is that what your, your therapist does? No, I, I got rid of the one that did that. Yeah, they don't. They well, don't give advice. How long ago they just did you stop? You... Going to that particular therapist? Oh, like ten years ago. Yeah, they just oh. Had, you, <laughs> and you would have to lie. Oh, and you'd have to lie down on the chaise yeah. and face away from him. Yeah. And if he had a note like he was going on vacation, he would print it out on a piece of paper and leave it on the pillow so that you had the note, as opposed to just telling you I'm away next. Week. Yeah, this is what it, this is what it's like. Depending on what sort of discipline you go to, it's like you could tell them anything. Like I'm having a real hard time at work. I'm having like you know, girlfriend problems. I, you know, I'm feeling a little bit down, I, whatever. And then they go, okay, so let's talk about your mother then. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, everything goes back to the mother. Yeah. Everything goes back to the mother. Um, but no, I, are you still in therapy more? I go uh, once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah. yeah. But it's so funny you say that. Cause it's always like, this is very rooted from your abandonment issues. Yes, of course it. I've, that's like, all. It's all about the mother. Uh-huh. It's all about the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atkins nine two five is where you will find. But with, but with your more, questions. pause for one second. I don't what? think he's wrong no more about you. By the way. Well, I mean, it's still up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Razamoka at Kiss nine two five. That is where you will post up all of your questions for Ask Razamoka, and we'll try to get through as many as we can on a future episode. Thanks for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on kiss 92.5 kiss 92.5.com or download the kiss 92.5 app